So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field. And Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle. Takes to his right. Gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks his hard tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again. To the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking, got it, post, and it's got it! Touchdown! Touchdown, 49! It is second down, Ryan takes the snap, throws the slant to the left side. It's Russell, intercepted! The 49ers pick it, and Navarro Bowman, his redemption! Navarro Bowman running it all the way for the touchdown! No greater redemption! San Francisco 49ers, we can do whatever we want. Click, click, boom. What's going on, Faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners crew is back, and we are here to bring you guys another fun-filled episode. All right? I can't wait to do this one, man. This is this is going to be a really, really good one. Let me pop the display names up down there just so you guys know who you have the pleasure of speaking to. Is that arrogant of me to say that, who they have the pleasure of speaking to? Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, a little foreshadowing there man but you guys know who it is man let me run through these formalities really quick and then i gotta talk to my guy man see how he's doing man this is your first time here on the youtube page we really appreciate you guys hopefully you enjoy the show i was out at work today and i saw this man uh you know he's helping me get into this apartment legally i promise it was legal and uh he pulls out his face mask and it's a Niners mask. And I'm like, oh, 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 shit. I had to tell him about Nothing But Niners, guys. I had to tell him. I told him, yo, check out the show. Go to YouTube. Check out Nothing But Niners. So if you're watching this right now, my man, thanks again for your help today. I really appreciate it. But, guys, I want you guys to do the same thing out there. If this is your first time watching the show and you enjoy it, give us a like. But also subscribe and turn on your notifications so you know exactly where we're going live, okay? Give us a follow on some of our other social media platforms. If you guys like those, we communicate there as well. Twitter and Snapchat, we have the handle Nothing But Nine. E-R-S, that's the number nine. Make sure you guys head on over there and give us a follow. We also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, and those handles are nothing but Niners. It's spelled all the way out. So please, 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 guys, make sure you get on over there and check us out, okay? Uh, let me see. All right. The other things I want to tell you guys about, okay? The email, nb9ers at nothingbutniners.com. That is for questions, comments, show suggestions, anything like that. You guys want to do it? Send them on over there, man. All right. Um, I also want you guys to start sending in some fan pictures, man. We had a phenomenal season this year. I know we were upset. I know we didn't like the way that it ended, right? But we had a phenomenal season. A lot of good people got to meet people for the first time. I mean, people in the chat, you know, hanging out, like getting to put a face behind the name. And, you know, you see it on Twitter and all the different social media platforms. People getting together to enjoy and celebrate the Niner season as it was happening, man. It was great. And we got away from putting pictures up. So what I want you guys to do is start sitting in there and we're going to start posting your pictures on the YouTube page, huh? Not live during the show, but your own post. If you guys want to send a picture and tell us what was going on, we will post that on our YouTube page. So send us an email with that information there, NB9, ERS, and nothingbutniners.com. We are a platform for the people, all right? And last but certainly not least, guys, is a Patreon. Go to patreon.com 
slash NB9ERS. You get exclusive videos over there. I'm going to start doing more because I joined the gym, all right? In my mind, I joined it. I'm going to do it like as soon as the show is over. By the time you guys see the replay, it'll be done, right? And I figured I'm going to do a lot of biking. I'm going to pop my headphones in, and I'm just going to ride and talk to you guys. You're going to get to see Sweaty Mike, and as his brain is going, the blood's flowing and everything like that, I'm probably going to say some crazy stuff. Those are going to be exclusive videos on the Patreon. So make sure you guys head on over there so you can see those. And you're also going to be along with me during my, my fitness journey. You're going to get to watch my progress or lack thereof. And if I'm slacking, you guys get to hold me accountable. So head on over to patreon.com slash NB9ERS. All right, guys, get there. Don't be the last one to join, okay? It's going to be a lot of good stuff coming, I promise you guys. The offseason is when nothing but Niners separates themselves from everybody else. While everyone else is regurgitating the same stuff over and over and over, we do the same thing but in a different way. So you guys are going to enjoy it, okay? I promise. All right, man, if you're ready down there, give me a thumbs up. I'm going to get you in here. And we're going to do this damn thing, man. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, bang. Bango! All right, guys. You guys know who I am already. You see the name right here. I'm 49ers Mike underscore NF. To my right right now is my guy, Wayne Breezy. Breezy, what up? What's good? What's going on, my youths? What's going on, y'all? He got the accent on today. What was in that cup? That's just water, bro. High-quality H2O. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, then we got my man Tony down there. He's NJ Niner fan four nine nine. What up, big dog? How you doing, man? Yo, what's up, fellas? What's going on, Breezy? I got somebody for you out of that Senior Bowl to check out. Oh snap! I'm Defense two quarters offense. I'm offense. I'm two quarters in, and I like this guy. Okay. I like this guy a lot. Okay. Okay. Right. Now listen. Now before you guys start talking about prospects, right? We got to okay. We got We got to go through some 49ers news. We got to talk about some stuff. And we're going to get right into some beef because I promised the people a rant. Now, when I when I tell you guys it's time for the rant, I need y'all to just give me my, my time. I need y'all to give me my time. It's going to be hard because I'm going to say some stuff that y'all going to disagree with. I need y'all to bite y'all tongue when it's rant time, okay? And we're going we gonna to rock this thing, okay? I'll try. All right. So before we do, we always start the shows with the latest 49ers news and nuggets. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, we've already discussed um, the future reserves and things like that. But – there's some stuff going on with the with the uh, 49ers coaching staff. We have since lost offensive coordinator Mike McDaniel. So let's talk about that, guys. I don't have a graphic or anything like that to put up. At least I don't think I do. Uh, I don't think I put one in here for that. Uh, but the, the Miami Dolphins hired Mike McDaniel. The 49ers officially get two uh, compensatory picks in the third round, mm-hmm. one this year, one next year. Uh, because he was a minority hire. And this was a big deal all over Twitter. This was a big deal all over Facebook. Is Mike McDaniel the face of change in the NFL? Are they back to hiring minorities and, and doing it right? How'd you guys feel? I'm, okay, trying, to fig- I'm trying to figure out how, where you... I think I, I, think I kind of know how you're trying to attack this. So I'm, I'm trying to... I'm trying to understand where you're coming from without asking you where you're coming from. The question is, are you asking me how do I feel about the Mike Mike McDaniel hire? Or are you asking me how do I feel about the Mike McDaniel hire? He's not here. He's not here. We're going to talk about it. But let me do it here. Let me do this real quick. So there's a lot of people out there that didn't believe. Hey, Mike. I got something for you, bro. You ready? 
You can't do that, bro. All right. You uh, can't do that. You... <laughs> to the beat of the rhythm of the night. Kiss oh it to the morning God. light. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, y'all know y'all love it. Hey, see? See? <laughs> bro, he does not look like the barge. You cannot do that. He look like the whole family, bro. <laughs> Oh, I hate Breezy. I love him, though. So, guys, the guy in the middle in the wedding picture here is Mr. Mike McDaniel's dad, Mike McDaniel's father, all right? You see his mother there, and I'm assuming the tall guy is his dad, all right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to lie on who's who in who this family the, photo. Who in the hell put this picture out there on Twitterverse, bro? Whoever did this deserves to be fi fired. Oh, damn. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. But people needed people needed to see this. They didn't believe it, and I'll be honest with you guys, I I ain't really believe it either. I didn't I, I didn't really believe it either, man. I was I was a little like taken aback. But I tell you what, here's what I'm happy about, man. Because I'm I'm not here to say he's not black enough to be black and he's not white enough to be white. That's I, I that's not that's not my job. Here's okay. what I care about. Okay. Niners got more picks. Yeah. It boosts our draft stock. Congratulations Absolutely. to him. It seems like all you got to do is work under Kyle as a coordinator and you would get a head coaching job in two or three years. So is that the question you're alluding to? Like, well, is that the face of the future of the NFL? Because if that's the case, if I'm black, hire me, Kyle, so I can get me a head coaching job. Like, mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's not because I'm black. It's just the simple fact that you're going to grow up under this pedigree and, and the league wants more of that. Like, I think that's what it is. I think it's that pedigree. Just like D'Amico Ryan's first year coordinating in his whole entire life was, was interviewing for jobs. Mm -hmm. And he just happened to turn them down for whatever reason. Right, right. But, you know, go ahead, Tony. I, I, I want to get your take on this, man. Like, is, is, this, is this the touch of Shanahan? Is this, is that yeah, what this is? I, I Look think, at what's going I, on I, in the Super Bowl. I mean, go ahead. I think it is. And I think under the Shanahan tree, as you can see, I sent it, I, I put a picture in the group chat. The Washington coaching staff. Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. LaFleur was the quarterback coach. McDaniel was the wide receiver coach. And McVay was the tight end coach. Right. All four of those guys are now NFL coaches. Three of them are successful. Okay. Three of them been to the game. Well, no, LaFleur didn't get to the game. But McVay and, and Shanahan got to the game. McVay has a winning record. So they are successful coaches. Um, you know, kudos to him. He never called plays for the 49ers, but he was heavily involved in game plan. He's a guy that fought adversity in his life. He he got into some issues off the field, personal issues, battled through them, and now he's the head coach of the Miami Dolphins with a brand-new four-year deal, beautiful office with his name on it, and he, he's ready to roll. And I'm very – I'm happy for the guy. Now we flip the script, and it kind of opened up uh, – I don't know if you want to touch on this, the, the Anthony Lynn edition. I think the Anthony Lynn edition – with some foresight by Kyle Shanahan. I think Kyle knew, in my opinion, you guys can, you know, can all speak on this. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan knew that he was going to lose McDaniel this off, this offseason. And I think that's why they picked up Anthony Lynn. I really do. I think it's that, but I also think it's something else. I think uh, Bobby Turner might not, is teetering whether to come back or not. That's my honest opinion. He's 72 years old. 
And he hasn't, from what I've been reading on the internet, from like, you know, Barrows and Mayoko, legit people, like, you know, beat reporters for the 49ers, that he hasn't committed to come back yet. So I do think that grabbing Lynn was very smart for this team. And, um, you know, if you want to go into it, I I think this is going to give this offense a new look. I think it's an extra set of eyes for Kyle. Um, You know, whether he's going to be on the field or up in the press box, do I think it's an upgrade over Mike McDaniels? We don't know. But Anthony Lynn has was a successful running back coach in the league. He was a successful uh, offensive coordinator for Buffalo. He was a successful head coach um, with the Chargers. Yeah. So you're adding more experience to the offensive staff to help Kyle. Now the question is, does this open up the offense as far as scheme? You know, Kyle loves the outside zone, inside zone. But you bring in a guy like Anthony Lynn who could run power, who could run gap, who could run zone. You know, so you're adding more, you know, what's the word? Uh, Versatility, sorry, to this run game. Now, is it going to be as good as what McDaniel was? We don't know. But creativity and versatility, I think it could help. All right. All right. So, I mean – Guys, I want to get your thoughts on it, man. What does what does Anthony Lynn bring to the table in your guys' opinion, man? Breezy, Crocker, y'all let, let me know. I, I mean, I, I hopefully he brings some diversity, not just to the run game, but to the passing game. I think that's where the 49ers are kind of lacking most. You know, the 49ers run game has been very creative. I think when you look at Mike McDaniel, it sounds like he had a huge hand in that. When you start to kind of read between the lines and what people are saying, it sounds like everybody gives the credit to Kyle Shanahan, and Kyle's an awesome coach, amazing coach. But they're saying that he's kind of the genius, talking about Mike McDaniel. So we'll see how big of a loss that is. I think Anthony Lynn kind of helps with that, with the run game coordinating that he's done throughout his career. You know, when, when I met Anthony Lynn, he was a running back coach for the New York Jets. <laughs> that was how I knew him. But, uh, you know, to see him come along, you know, this far, that, that's awesome. But how does he help in the passing game? I think that's what the 49ers need to do most. Okay. Come on, Dorito Breath. Yo, I haven't had Doritos in so long, bro. And it's you want like, to know, know what's funny? You know how we always talk about being connected, like, on the same wavelength? Yeah. I, I swear to God, you're not going to believe this. You didn't just I haven't had, had Doritos. Bro, so my wife, we do this taco rice, right? It's, it's <laughs> a rice bed, uh, taco ground turkey. Uh-huh. We put the cheese on it, the salsa mm-hmm. and sour cream. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I don't want it until you can get me some Cool Ranch Doritos so I can scoop it and eat it that way. And we had that tonight for hand of God. Are we you had serious? It tonight for dinner, bro. First know. time I've had Doritos in a very long time. All right, that's my last Dorito because Crock on the show, and I don't want him judging me. All right, here we go. Well, now nah, you good? I'm just messing with you, bro. Nah, man, I'm with Crock, man. I, I think he does bring diversity, and a lot of people keep forgetting that he was there. They drafted Herbert, and he helped develop Herbert. I know they had their quarterbacks coach, but he was there for that. They also had Eckler, and he was running the ball. They had Melvin Ingram, not Elgar Ingram, Melvin Gordon. He was running the ball. So like Clark said, they can run the ball. The 49ers can run the ball. He's going to bring more grit, I think, to the run game. And uh, in the passing game, I think this is what's going to help, you know, boost Trey Lance up and and maybe do some different things with Trey Lance going forward. So I think just having Anthony Lynn in that aspect is good. Also from a coaching aspect, I think, I think Kyle doesn't get enough pushback when it comes to certain things. Maybe Anthony Lynn, being that he's a former head coach, 
They have former connections and ties. He's seen a lot of things. Maybe he's the type of guy that could be like, nah, Kyle, that, that ain't going to work. Yo, let, let, let's try something a little different. You know, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but maybe he has that, that has the ability to do something like that just because of his experience. I like that. I like that. Somebody that can come in there and kind of hold Kyle accountable. Yeah. Hold his feet to the fire. I mean, I don't know about y'all. I felt like, and, and I don't know the dynamic of that room. And I've heard what Croc said, right? I, I've heard what Croc said, you know, that M- Mike McDaniel was actually the guy behind the running magic, right? But well, I don't know game, if he is. I'm just saying, I'm just trying no, to no. between the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, but I've, I've heard those same things. But my question is like, where was the magic this year? Was it was, so, it, was it magic or was, was this year just an average year for the run game? Because I didn't I didn't think this was anything phenomenal or spectacular. I felt like once most of it was gone, we became a regular running team. I think Four they still ran well. I, I don't even know if it was so much mostered. I think losing McGlinchey probably hurt a lot in the run game mm-hmm. as well. You know, he's one of the best pass uh, run blocking t- tackles in all of the NFL. So, yes, you know, that can hurt you. And, and then I think some teams just saying, you know what, enough of this Jimmy Garoppolo stuff. We're going to just load the box and we're going to take away the one thing that you do well. And I think even within that, the 49ers were able to still have a top 10 run offense. I think that's that's difficult. They lost running backs throughout the year. They had to resort to using Debo Samuel more in the backfield as more of a spillback. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, you know, he played and missed games, then played and missed games. So I think they, you know, the adversity that they had to battle through in the run game, I think they did well still. Yeah. Joey Adorando, I, I, I put your, your question up here, but, you know, the guys did talk about that. They just said that they think that he opened things up or they hope he opens things up in the past game. The, the, guy, the guys did talk about it. They didn't mention the specific stat you just said, four straight top ten passing offenses. But they did say that hopefully it's not just the run game. It's the, uh, it's, it's the pass game as well. Um, and, you know, and I think everybody made some really, really – good points um so guys i want to i want to talk about this real quick i know i know some of us are on limited time so when you guys got to cut out just shoot me a signal and let me know you know i'll let you guys get your final thoughts out but um i want to talk about this season i want to talk about this this season as a whole um there's a lot of talk going around on twitter and and any any social media if you do a show you guys see it in the chat there's there's a there's a, a little battle going on with what the niners need to do in the draft right where they need to go who what type of target they need to go with. And uh, let me, I, I got some, I got a tweet here. I got two tweets, actually. One of them was mine. My response was one of them. But um, so here, here's the first tweet that really caught my attention today, right? It says, many 49er fans are enamored with NDSU wide receiver Christian Watson. He's going to be good, but does he play center, offensive guard, right tackle? Does he play cornerback, nickel cornerback? Does he play safety? Does he play defensive end? The Niners have more pressing needs currently if they fill those needs in free agent see then bring the watson hype train so that's one thought let's start there yeah. let's start there because when you guys hear this first of all somebody tell me where he's even projected to go and why are so many people trying to make it a point to say the niners don't need him i've never seen this happened before. Well, y'all tell me where y'all think he's going to go first before we even get there. I know the 40 time in the combine, all that stuff is going to make a big difference. But where do y'all think he's going to end up going? Like, give me a, a range of the rounds. Uh, I, I think, you know, before the senior bowl, I, I would have been saying early day three. Mm-hmm. You know, just off somebody that measures in at 6'4", 
you know, 211 pounds. And a real, like, he's a legit 6'4", 211 pounds, mm-hmm. and runs well like what it looked like on film, you would say, okay, at the very least, okay, he did at FCS level. That's a day three guy early. Mm-hmm. He was good for Trey Lance, and he was been good for North Dakota State. Now, after the Senior Bowl, which most people that I spoke with, most people that are sitting there watching it with me, tell you that he was the best receiver there. He was. And I don't know if any other receivers were like highly thought of like that to be day one or two receivers. But I think the fact that he went there and kind of separated himself from everyone else, that may have bumped him into kind of being a day two type guy, especially if he goes to the combine and runs as well as people think. So I think from that standpoint, I'd assume he'd go no later than round three. But the NFL draft is is weird, man. Sometimes a guy you know, goes to the Senior Bowl, performs well, and people are like, oh, you know, he still ends up being a fifth-round pick. So, but I, I would assume, you know, he should be going before day three. Okay. Before day three. What do you guys think? Yeah, I I, I agree. Like, um, I don't think he's a day one guy, but that doesn't mean that, you know, he can't test well and perform well at that combine and run blazing speed and then all of a sudden – coaches start salivating at the miles over this kid because when you watch them in the senior bowl, like he clearly was the best wide receiver out there for both teams. And he caught passes that only like no one probably else would have caught. Like for the, that, that one diving comeback route where the ball was short by a picket, like that was a catch. And then the fact that he got up and said, Hey, this is NFL rules. These are the NFL rules. I could get up and run. And then he, he also had a pass. He, you know, he couldn't catch and reel in in the end zone, but um, he's definitely making a name for himself. I personally would love for the 49ers to draft him at 61. If that's, if that's where they're picking, I don't care what they need. You go and get Trey Lance more and more weapons. I mean, you know how the NFL works, man. Guys are going to come in and out of the team. You know what I'm saying? And who knows? What you know, we know that they're planning on signing Debo. Who knows what Brandon Ayuk is going to be? I say go get a guy that Trey Lance has a semi-connection with. And I know you can't compare Joe Burrow and, and Jamar Chase to these two guys. But, hey, connection is a connection, in my opinion. And if they have it, if they have a rapport, why not bring it together? Will he be there at 61? That's the question. So um, I have him as a day two. Uh, I have him as a day two wide receiver. Wow. Wow. Tony, man, your thoughts? I was going to say that around uh, day three, round four, five, as of right now, um, but potentially with the senior, not with the senior, but with the the combine, if he tests well, then the private workouts, and then another thing you have to take into consideration if there's a run on the position, if there's a strong run on the position, he can go into round three, high round three, potentially the bottom around two. So I mean, it all depends on how that draft works, and his 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 workouts, his private workouts, and the combine. Because if he blows the combine out of the water. You're talking round three. Yeah. Now, one thing that we got to take in the con- – and, and, again, I haven't fact-checked this, but they are saying that he's – he. I heard he was 24 years old. So, he's Debo Samuel's age. You know, Debo oh, is 24 okay. coming out. So, okay. you know, just sometimes people are a little, you know, uh, should I take a guy that's already this age? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That might – he might have that kind of working against him, but – I don't know. They're saying he's going to run 4-3. So if he That's doesn't that, well, he's, he's old like George Kittle was when Kittle came out. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, Kittle and was Debo. also around – Kittle was a round five guy, though. And so, like, can he drop to round five? Can he drop to round – He look, I think he'll be our one of our compensatory picks. I think he'll be that compensatory pick. Debo was that old when he came out? Yeah, he was, was old, man. He was old. He's about to be 26. 26. That's why he run the way he do. 
Oh, he a grown man. Yeah, he 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 different, yo. Debo different. <laughs> he a grown oh, man. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Now, but, it's, real, okay. Real, to, to answer your question though, and you were saying like, why is there so much pushback? I think everybody, and we see this every year. All the fans think that whatever needs you feel like you have, right? Let's just say mm -hmm. the team is as is right now, heading into the draft, right? To say, let's say there's no free agency. The fans think whatever your number one need is, at least in their mind, you have to address that with your first pick. And no. that is just not the case. <laughs> it's not. If you look at the 49ers team over the last however many years, and how many times is their top pick the, the, the player that makes the most impact? We've seen guys throughout the, the drafts for the 49ers make impacts no matter what round they've been taking That's in. true. So yeah. everybody, they want to focus on, oh, you can't take a receiver at 61 because, well, you need a corner, you need a guard, you need this and that. Other. Like, oh, I'm sorry, is there only one round to address a need? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? 49ers, most productive players last year, they were not drafted in the first three rounds. Matter of fact, with their first four picks. Six, so, fifth round, right? I don't know. You, you hear that a lot about, uh, oh, it's got to be. You know, you can't take a receiver there. Why the fuck can I? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And what's different in him and why and I hear, oh, there's, there's no need for a receiver. Uh, yes, there is a need. You got two receivers right now. You got Debo and you got Ayuk. And Debo and spends time at running back. And Jennings is okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's cool. But if I can upgrade over Jennings and have a more dynamic receiver out there, a guy that is taller than Jennings, faster than Jennings, potentially running a 4-3 where Jennings was a 4-7 guy, can't really run away from anybody, but still brings that big play aspect of catching uh, uh, pass, catching passes at the catch point, contested catch, and just running vertically past guys, having all that. Like, well, and then not to mention a guy that, and we're talking about Christian Watson right now, return kicks. I watched him return kicks for touchdowns at North Dakota State. So he brings a different dynamic than what, and I think would really complement what the other 49ers uh, receivers do well. He brings a different element of it. It's like, why would you say, like, nah, we don't need that because we got, we got just Debo and Ayuk. Like, uh, come on, man. I, I, like, all right. So, <laughs> like, that, that was my battle. BPA this year, to be honest with you. At every selection, I think they're going to stick to their board and go best player available. There it is. Right on their free agency plan. I think everyone's worried about the money. I think they can flip Jimmy Ward's contract, maybe yep. – Ekipan, maybe a little something to Eric Armstead. They can create money. There, there's not going to be an issue, and they can move on from Jimmy and pick up that chunk of money. And I think their goal probably would want to be to take the best player available because now you trade Jimmy for a draft pick, you can start playing the moving game. You see somebody you want, package the, if you get a two for Jimmy, you package the twos, you jump into the bottom around one, and you make that pick if it's somebody that you want. So I think they're going to go into this draft with a lot of – being able to be creative, moving up and down the board. So I really think the 49ers this year will be BPA at each selection. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, it's been a long time, I think, since we've seen a Niners draft go that way. So um, I think you, you, they got to, they got to, they got to, you can go BPA, but I, I think you got to, obviously you're going to have your needs. But if the player on your board at that spot, like whoever the highest person on your board is, you take that player. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't think you force it. You still go for a quote unquote, like a knee, right? Like, all right. Yeah. Say they're at the top of the second round and man, we need uh, a linebacker, but we also could use a receiver, but you got Debo Samuel sitting there and he's higher than your linebacker. Then you take Debo. 
and then you wait till whatever round, and oh, later we can draft a, a Dre Greenlaw. Oh, what do you know? Dre Greenlaw ends up being a good football player. <laughs> like, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I, I like it. I like it. So I see that tweet, and I respond to it, right? And, and my response, I, I, I you got to be careful with how you talk to people nowadays because everybody's so freaking sensitive. So I responded in the way I thought was pretty good, right? So I disagree with this take, respectfully speaking. This team needs a boost offensively. The defense wasn't the disappointment this season. It was easily the offense. One step back in defense is worth it if we take three steps forward on offense. All right. Now, I got a lot of responses to this tweet, and none of them are going to make the show. But <laughs> it was a lot of pushback. People, no, Mike, you're crazy. You're crazy. Like, we need corners. We need corners. And that's where I've that's where I've basically lived for the rest of the night. It was, we need corners. We need corners. And I'm like, can y'all tell me what game the corners really disappointed y'all? I went through and looked at all 20 games we played this year. And you know what? There were two games with over 300 yards, and one of them came in the postseason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There was only four games with 250 plus plus yards. What game made people say, "God damn it, we really need corners"? They 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 can't say game, but they can go for plays, right? And then they have to figure out what specific plays it was because we did watch our corners kind of get burned, and it could have had a, something to do with. I mean, cornerbacks get beat, right? But it has something to do with them just being on the field for the majority of the time. Like, there's so many factors and context that you can put into that. But you know what? They didn't give up a lot of touchdowns. And so, like, I felt like the cornerback, even though it was the weakest position coming into the season, in my opinion, it didn't fit. It it might have still been the weakest this, this um, position on the team. I just felt like if we had a better pass rush, like, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's no disrespect to Nick Bosa, but I thought if the pass or Arden Key or – Eric Armstead, but if we just have more rotation to get to that quarterback, to get the pressure there, maybe the defensive backs wouldn't have been torched in, in some, some instances, right? But I st- I don't think the defensive backs were a big issue. I think our issue is going forward. We got four free agents right now on the 49ers, and we got three guys coming back. That's Lenore, that's um, uh, Ambry Thomas, and then that's Emmanuel Mosley. So we're going to be short staff now. How do we replenish it? That's the question. So that's that's my issue with DBs. This this right here is my problem. It's comments like this that's my problem. Um, I'm trying to when I when I think this, of, this goes to what you were saying right well, now. Can, let me ask Eric because maybe I don't know what smoke means <laughs> because. Isn't they have good sh- games. They have good games. That's what. They, but listen, who is that? What that many, means, or is well, that how mean many getting beat that, downfield? Getting no, smoked? it's just how the fan sees it. You know, this guy had a really good game, right? And, and they both okay. did have good games. My thing is, even within that, right? You, you got one Jamar Chase. He had like what seventeen hundred yards. How many receiving yards did he have? So so does the whole league have an issue at corner because they had a tough time guarding them, or is it just the 49ers? A.J. Brown, terrific receiver. When he was healthy this year, he was balling. Is it everybody that he played against, do they all struggle to guard, uh, you know, him? Like, do they all need corner help? Or maybe A.J. Brown is good. Maybe Jamar Chase is really good. I'll say this. A.J. Brown had a terrific game. He had 150 yards or whatever and a touchdown. They had 200 passing yards that game. Right. Matter of fact, it took the very last drive to get over 200 passing yards. Exactly. So that's how I view it. You know, exactly. it, it is 
Are, are the are the is the defense if the pass defense as a whole just getting torched? No. And as Mike said earlier, that was not the case. Did a guy get off here and there? Yes. Did Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup? I don't know. Cooper Cup had nineteen hundred fifty yards, but did he get off in the NFC Championship game? Yes. But even then, they scored twenty points. That was like the one of the least amount of points they scored all year. So, I think you could say all oh, the cornerbacks are maybe not a strength in this in the sense of who they are, what they are, but it didn't hurt the necessary, like it didn't hurt, hurt the overall production. Right. All right. It didn't hurt the overall production. That, like 49ers had the number six pass defense in the league. There might be some people that try to tie pass interference yards into that. But if you look at the teams that were next in line with DPI, they were like number 22nd defense, uh, pass defense in the league and number 28 pass defense in the league. So it, it that's, there's no correlation there that says because they had defense and pass interference yards, they were, you know, better in their passing yards per game or whatever the case is. Like, they played solid defense. Can the 49ers upgrade that corner? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Is it, is it as pressing Is it as pressing of a need as I think most people want to make it seem? I, I would say no. I, I, and I agree. That, that's why I said, it's, like, I, I honestly would address before corner, I would if I had to address the secondary, I would address the safety position. Like, that's right. me personally. What were you going to say, Tony? I'm sorry. Just real quick, as far as the A.J. Brown um, example, if I remember correctly, the, the first half of the game, they were on, he was on um, – Andrew Thomas, dog. Andrew Thomas, like, he gave up that one ball where he just high, point, high pointed on him. He was on Which lock. was like, you know, he was in position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> he came down. What did he say? What did he say? Offensive passing fields. But then in, in the second quarter, in the second half, they shifted uh, A.J. Brown to Norman's side, Norman, and that's when yeah. he – like yeah. Norman had no answer for him. So, I, but I, I think he did some work in the slot. Like you know, like yeah, yeah he, he was all touchdown over. on. He had the touchdown on, uh, on Josh Norman, and I think that may look bad. Matter of fact, the touchdown on Josh Norman and the should have been pass interference, offensive yeah, pass interference. Been, yeah, been that was all the same drive. It was like he had one drive where it's like he had right. he did very well for the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. He had a couple catches here and there, but yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. he maybe had sixty yards on that one drive, and right. that. Made it look like just you know so bad, and one was on a free play where they just threw the ball up. So I don't, yeah. not to say that he didn't eat on that drive, but how the corners play for the majority of the game? I thought Embry Thomas actually played good. Had a few yeah. pass breakups in the end zone. Uh, did some really good things. I think he only gave up one catch. It was one that should have been offensive pi. Outside <laughs> that, remember there was no Emmanuel Mosley in that game. Right. You know what I'm saying right. so. I don't know the 49ers. Yes, I'm not saying that they just got these lockdown corners. I'm just saying I think there are more issues on the team than necessarily the cornerback position. That is and, great. Unless you're saying that you don't think Emmanuel Mosley is a starting cornerback and you don't think that Ambry Thomas can't potentially be a, a starting cornerback. Like, if you're saying that, then all right, I just have to respectfully disagree. It's a great transition to our next topic, man. Because what I want to talk about now is this. I want to get your guys' opinion. What, in your guys' opinion, was more disappointing this season, the offense or the defense? I'm not including special teams because we would all pick special teams if that was the case. Like special teams was terrible this year. It was terrible. We had a couple games where it was like, okay, that was good. Like like the playoff game, right? Hold, that hold on, game. hold on, Mike. My bad. I got to respond to a question. What does it mean? Ambry Thomas is not superstar potential. What does that mean? 
Who and I'm not that? saying he is a superstar. I ain't saying he's that. But what does it mean he don't got that type of potential? He's a guy that he has decent size. He's around six feet tall. He's over 190. He ran in the four threes. He showed his ability to be able to run yep. and cover anybody. But he correct. had to get better you know at the catch point. What does it mean that he doesn't have – I'm not saying he is a superstar. I'm just saying, what, like, what does that mean? Because he wasn't drafted in the top three rounds. No. Croc, you know what? I mean, in, the, in the first round. Go ahead, Tony. That, that's a bullshit statement by that person because let me explain something to you. Every game that, that he played, he improved each game, right? And in the final game of the year, like we all said – we all looked at each other on the show and we all said he's got an interception in his game. It'll wound up being the interception that sealed the win for them mm-hmm. in week 18 to send them to the playoffs. So in my opinion, I mean, I, obviously you have more knowledge in the position. I thought each game he improved significantly each game. He just kept getting better and better. There was no game where he took a step back. He just improved week in and week out, and that's what you want to see. And, and the fans know he improved because we, when, when it came down to the NFC Championship, y'all was crying for him to be back out there on the field. Y'all was hoping he came back from that injury. So come on, guys. Let's just keep it above. Henry mm-hmm. got better. He progressed. And if he's progressing upwards, trending upwards, like it's it sky's the limit for the kid. Right. It's sky's the limit. J- JT, the man, gave us a contribution. I'm going to read this. We're going to respond, and we're going to move on because one of my favorite parts of this off this this season being over is that I don't have to have many discussions about this guy no more. I, I'm I got tired of the arguing and all, but this is a contribution. We're going we're going to break this thing down here. JT, the man, thanks for the contribution. He says, "Be honest. Would you want to face Jimmy G if he went to a playoff team?" I, I said straight up. I wouldn't want to see him. <laughs> huh? So I, would, I wouldn't not want to see him. Right. Like, I said straight up, we should trade him in the NFC. That's one less team we got to worry about. I, as far uh, as I'm I got more respect. <laughs> I got more respect for him than that. E, you I, cannot tell me that if he went to the Bucks, you wouldn't be like, yo, we got the Bucks this year. Like, we could take them. And we play the Bucks this year. You cannot tell me that him over I just on that. Don't team. see him as a good fit for the Bucks. I don't know why people keep saying the Bucks. Oh well, that's because Tom Brady's leaving, so he's got to fill Tom Brady's shoes. That's that's why they're. That's, that's you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a vertical downfield passing attack. Jimmy don't do that. I just don't think that's a a bad fit for especially if they don't bring back Godwin. I think Jimmy, man. I mean. He does some things well. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it. What what offensive coordinator is he paired with? I think Bruce Arians would do some good things with him, get him to open up, be, get him to be a little bit more comfortable throwing downfield. Because Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan is very, 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 very particular with how he wants things done, and he wants it done a very specific way. I think Bruce Arians. I think he's a little bit more free, where it's just like you don't got to be tight, Jimmy G. You don't got to be all up. I mean, just throw that throw that hole out there, throw it out there, and let's see what happens. Hey, when I, I think, said this, I did a whole, I did a whole, I did a whole show on that. E. I was talking about, you know, Jimmy was throwing shots at Kyle, and people was just ignoring it. Right? Yeah. Jimmy went to the podium multiple times, like, "Hey, I just called up, I just execute the plays that I call." Like Jimmy has said over and over, like they were like, "Why, why don't you throw the ball downfield more, or whatever, whatever? Why don't you throw the ball outside the?" Nut? He said, "I just, I just execute the plays that I call." He kind of yeah, took some shots. I, at, he took some shots at Kyle, bro. He definitely. I heard did. that, but Jimmy's a liar. I mean, no, he does execute what's called, but I'm, we see the all twenty-two. There are vertical shots that he could take, and he just you doesn't think. He, do it. But do you think he was allowed to throw those passes? I think he could. I think he can't. But I don't think. I think Kyle. I think that leash Kyle kind of has on him is is a little tight, and I think he doesn't. I don't know if Kyle gives him the confidence that he can. Hey, just go ahead, let it out, to, and whatever happens, we'll live with that. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if Kyle gives him that type of confidence to just. 
you know, play more free. Mm. It's Kyle overbearing on his quarterback. I think Kyle is very uh we've yeah. seen it, like how he handles his players and stuff like that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying, you know, he is a very specific, like he's a very he does he likes things done a, a particular way. Right. And he knows if you do it my way, this shit will work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. do it this way and we're gonna be fine and we'll win games. And I think if you veer off of that, whatever he feels like your strength is, I think, you know, he, he can be a little a little tough to, to handle. I agree with that. But like you said, also in the beginning of it, Kyle draws these plays up with vertical routes down the field that are wide open. It's just that Jimmy doesn't throw them for the lack of Jimmy's ability to throw them. It's not saying he can't do it, but he just don't feel – maybe he doesn't feel comfortable in – Throwing it does down Kyle the make him feel comfortable though? Like, does Kyle tell him, "Hey, if you throw a pick right here, don't worry about it. Just throw a confidence, because that's what you need." I you know, it, like, it, like to it, attempt that throw that that uh, Trey Lance threw. threw against the okay. uh, Houston Texans in the end zone to uh, Ayuk, and then you know the corner half yeah. Ayuk's hand. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. just the confidence to throw that, you kind of got to have that. Like, uh, we're gonna see what happens. Like, I'm gonna throw this hole out there and throw it with confidence. But I he, think he did Trey, it. Trey is still youthful. So he's not as tight, but I think Jimmy, I think he's a little tight, like tightly wound by how uh, Kyle Shanahan has kind of uh, utilized him. Okay, I, I mean, that, that, I mean that that's got to be Jimmy's fault. Then, <laughs> like, like I don't know what it's like to play quarterback in the NFL. I don't know what it's like to play in the NFL. Period. All I know is if I have some abilities and I see something that ain't gonna work, I'm a and I see something that's gonna work, like my innate ability is gonna kick in. And if the coach wanna yell at me and it works, oh well, he's gonna have to get over it. Like I, I feel like I, I agree with you. I feel like Kyle always got like the reins on certain certain players, but certain players gotta show them and put that trust in their coach that they can trust them to do something different. So like why is Kyle trusting the rookie? But won't play the rookie, but he's trusting the rookie to make the throws, but not the veteran. That's weird. I don't, I don't even know if he's trusting the rookie. I think the, with the rookie, <laughs> he, the rookie just, just did it. Oh yeah, just yeah, you know, he's just so he don't know, right? <laughs> I got you. I got you. You know, I, I I have to imagine Kyle is very hard on his quarterbacks, considering I don't know if y'all remember uh, Ayuk's uh, game winning touchdown. I remember like on the sideline where everyone thought he was out of bounds and he mm. held the ball out over the thing. And he went right to the podium and was like, yeah, I thought, you know, I might have got in trouble because they tell us not to stretch it out unless it's fourth down. But, you know, I did it. It worked. And so they, well, remember they won't get on me. Derek Carr did that against Dallas Cowboys and the ball got knocked out of his hands and went out for a touchback. Right. But that, but you do you remember what I'm talking about with Ayuk? Uh, I forget what game. It was towards the end of the year. It was one of the later, latter games of the year where Ayuk had that catch in the, in the, in the left corner, the front left yeah, the corner. Bengals. It, was, it was the Bengals game? Overtime. And then, yeah. and then he stretched it out, and it went right over the uh, pylon. He said, "You know, I thought I was going to get in trouble because they told me, you know, we're not supposed. They tell us we're not supposed to stretch it out unless it's fourth down. Like, so um, that's what the wide receivers and ball carriers are taught. Imagine what Kyle is saying to those quarterbacks in certain. I don't know, man. I don't know. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out how um how Kyle coaches because uh, he's got his guy. All the excuses stop. Quarterback position. The, the excuses stop." You got your running backs here now. The excuses stop. His clock start ticking. I don't want to hear nothing about no offensive linemen. I don't. I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want. To, they, I think the excuses have to stop. But that takes us back to my question to you guys, man. Which side of the ball let you down the most this year? 
offense. It's, it's only so much a defense can do, man. Like you know what I'm saying, like you, you again, you held, you held the Rams to one of their lowest scoring uh, performances all season long. Their oh, other oh, one oh, of their oh, their lowest was against you. Like you know what I'm saying, like you right. held them to ten. Right. At some point, with a team that's that high powered on offense, you gotta score. You gotta be able to score more than twenty points. The 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 offense down there let them down against the Packers. I get it, the circumstances, the weather, but. You know, it was the the offense scored what six six points, and then the other seven came from a block punt. Here's, I Yo. mean, I like this exercise, bro. Let me, cause, cause I'm gonna go. Well, for for season wise, I'm gonna say the offense, but against the Rams, I would, I mean, I'm gonna say the offense, right? I'm gonna say that they the the biggest letdown, but against the Rams, I think the offense wasn't the biggest letdown because if you put the, the the games together combined, they outscored what the defense gave up. And so, like, they put up points. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, go back to the first game. It was, what, 31 to 10? 31 to 10. And then the second game was 24-21. And then this game was, what, 20 to 17? So, In like, two games, your defense gave up 30 points to the Rams, and you're saying that the, the defense let you down? Well, in three games, right? They played three games this oh, year. Oh, three so, games. Okay, yeah, the 23 points. Okay. So, if you if you add them all together, like, I mean, do the math. I, I, like, if, like, I'm... I'm not saying that this has any validity whatsoever. I, I, I actually, I tweet, I tweeted it out. Actually, but just, just um, do the math. How many points did the offense score, and how many points did the defense give you. up? I, I, I got the defensive total right here because I just tweeted that out, um, and that's why I was telling people like they got, they really got to chill. All right, twenty-seven, twenty-four was week eighteen. My bad, I had that score wrong. So the offense, and oh, and then and and the special teams count as offense points. We the we held the Rams to twenty to ten and twenty-four. So that's 54 points in three games. Right. How many points did they score, though, in those three that's, games? What, what, that's, like, that's, that's like 18 17 points a game. game. That's, that's like 17, 18 points a game, bro. That ain't – are you kidding? That, that's the Rams we talking about. No, 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 no. <laughs> How many points did our offense score against their defense? Oh, 31, 31, 17, and – 27. 27. 20, 20. So 30, 31 and 27 is 48. And then no, 17. that's 58, ain't it? No, 31. Oh, 31 and 27. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. 58 and then 17, you said, right? So 78, right? Well, you, yeah, I'm sorry. It was 31, 27, and then the 17. My bad. 58, 68, 75. So, so as a collective... The offense put up points, but now we got to start adding in context and all that type of stuff, right? The defense, the offense put up more points. Matter of fact, that's not even true because we had pick six, we had a pick six against. Oh, Stafford. we did have pick six, and so like even even that's not true. You know but that's so, like, so just take six points away and give it to the defense. I'm just saying, like I would love to do that and then have this conversation, but overall, in totality, the offense was the biggest letdown of the season, yo. Because that's not the only time. They couldn't like outscore their opponents, right? There were plenty of times where the offense just looked stagnant. It took them to the like last quarter, two minutes in the quarter to even like make it a game. Then it was some some games it was too late to come back. Like the offense was just bad, and it, and it started with like execution from the quarterback. Like like at, I'm not trying to make this a Jimmy Garoppolo bashing show, but like if he was that dude, he would help find ways for his team to win those games, and unfortunately, he couldn't. And so then you can actually flip that and say the defense couldn't hold 
you know, certain quarterbacks out of the end zone, you know, from getting yards like Aaron Rodgers and that first Green Bay game. But so it's it's a so such a weird dichotomy of things to talk about when you but I thought the offense looked worse, honestly. And and Tony, what are your thoughts on the man? Offense. Yeah, yeah. So we got I, I think this is the year that Kyle needs to step up. And that's why when I say we should get a guy like Christian Watson, I like the height. Uh to help the I offense. like the size. Mm-hmm. I like the speed. I could dig you it. know what I mean. I, I like the physical toughness. I just found out that he's as old as I am, so I get the physical toughness now. Like, I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know he was that old. You know what I'm saying? But I, I get it. Like you, you've got you're you're getting your grown man on against, you know. But he's got more than that, yo. Like just in that senior bowl game alone, did you see his bend and the route that he ran? Like he's. I don't like, know. If and, we, you, and, we, and we, the did, we did on the shows, bro. Like on, on every show right after we traded up and drafted Trey Lance, right? Everybody started looking at highlights. Everybody started looking at the film. And number one stood out the whole time you were watching Trey Lance cutups. Everybody was like, yo, whenever that guy's ready, like, we need him. We The Niners should be looking for him, too, in a year or two, whenever he's ready. Like, that's, that's what people were saying. I, I would just like to see what it would be like with a burner that can run down the field, that can take the top off the D, that can do just things different. Like I know it's him. I'm just I would like to. See, I don't want to go get a John Ross or a vet or, or a guy that's been in the league for some time. I, I don't want to do that. Like if this guy is available, I I would really love to draft this kid. I, and then we figure out the defense and the offensive line and everything else. Like at some point. Hell, like that's that. what the Bengals. The Bengals said <laughs> the hell with the offensive they line. They sure know the that got sacked the most times in the NFL. And it is not bad. They are in the, They are in the He Super got hurt Bowl. too that year. Remember, he ended up. No, I'm hurt. talking about this year. Like, oh, yeah. God. Well, what I'm saying like, yeah, last year he got hurt in the pocket, and I'm thinking like, oh, it's a no-brainer. You got to take Sewell. They said, no, forget all that. We still want Chase. We're just gonna be. We're gonna be able to put up more points than us, you know, uh, getting sacked or, or whatever. Their offensive line still ass and. It hasn't really mattered. <laughs> it hasn't mattered because they will put up points, bro. That's my point. Like, I, I just want to see Kyle just go for 40 a game, yo. I know that's hard. But dang, give me a couple 40 burgers, well, yo. And that, that's my issue is, like, I'm not I'm not trying to be funny. And this is not going to be a Kyle bashing thing. Because every time you start to say anything negative about Kyle, people say, oh, you hate Kyle. I'm a, Let me make this very clear. There's not another head coach I want for the 49ers right now. So let me be very, very clear with what I'm saying. But I feel like it's time for Kyle to hold up his end of the deal. They brought you in here for your offensive prowess and your offensive mindset. Like, Jed York watched that Atlanta Atlanta Seahawks game and was like, that's the guy I want right there. It was what he saw him do against his division opponent. He was like, that's the guy I want right there. But how much of that was because of what he had in Atlanta – and what he was trying to build here in San Francisco. Do you feel like this 49ers team is better than that Atlanta, that Atlanta team? Offensively, mm-hmm. I, I think we're comparable right now because he had he had he had the good he one, the two quarterback. running backs. He had Julio, and there was uh he had Matt, he had a, he had an MVP quarterback, Mike. Yeah. Well, who who's the, who was the uh the tight end again? I don't it know. Was, um Toy Jacob Lolo. Tammy, Roddy White. Jacob Tammy and Toy Lolo. Oh, I forgot Jacob Roddy Tammy, White was Toy on Lolo. that team. Nah, White wasn't here then. White was done by then. Did they have Alex Super? Wasn't he a Brown, or was he a Falcon before the Brown? No, no, it was Falcon before the Brown. 
I know in that Super Bowl year, it was 100% Toy Lolo and uh, Hooper. No. No. You sure? Yeah. It was Toy Lolo and uh, what's the other dude name we just said? Tammy. It was Jacob Tammy. Here we go. Let's best some push-ups. Come on, little cock won't be. Let's, let's right. go. Hold on, hold on. Let's go, ten, baby. Ten push-ups. Ten push-ups. Ten push-ups. Let's go. Ten push-ups. All right, right, now. right now. Hold on. While he look it up, uh, Callie says, "Why wasn't Kittle more involved in the offense? Was it because he was helping with blocking? Some games, Kittle was a third option. He was a part of the run game. Taylor Gabriel. Someone just said that was a wide receiver, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think." Kittle came out and denied that he's injured, but we'll see what happens this season. I think. Yeah, I think, Atlanta Falcons, 2016 to 2019. No, no, I was talking about just the Super Bowl year. Yeah, that was 2016. Just uh-huh. read, the, just read the damn tight end so he could do his push-ups, yo. Austin Hooper, 2016, tight okay. end for. Uh, he the, did not uh, play that year. Did he? Yeah, he did played he. that year. Then he got. Then he. Then he signed with the Browns after that. Got a big Walker, contract. He said, he said, he said, Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. Yeah. yeah that's what happened. He played. He didn't have big time yeah. numbers, but he played. Black people keep saying it was Tony Gonzalez, yo. <laughs> no, hell no. He was retired, man. Austin Hooper. All right. This 2020. Damn, he's still in the league. Where's, he ain't been in the league that long. It's only been six years. Oh shit! Sixteen was damn Atlanta. He played in three games. Nah, Eric, I can't. Get no, you. he started three games. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. He started through. Okay, okay. I'll count, yo. I'll count. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm gonna need those. I'm gonna need all <laughs> two of those. <laughs> Damn, I'm and this ain't. Glad y'all bare push-ups, yo. Ain't this a bitch? Yeah, we need hey, to man. see all that. Full extension too. Pause. Oh no, I, 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 don't, I don't make no qualms about mine. Y'all, y'all gonna see this. I, I get, I get mine in. Y'all good? Y'all see? Yeah. Yeah, we got you. Okay. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Let's go, baby. Yo, Come on, now. I like right. it. I like Come it. On, got now. it. He got it. Those were not girl push-ups. Y'all can't see. All right, I gotta get out of here, y'all. But you know, get with the wifey. She she just got back today in town, so you know. All right, cross. I spent some time with her, but I appreciate y'all having me on, though. All right, homie man. Thanks for jumping right, in. Homie. Y'all go right, get my man. Follow over there on Frontline Sports, man. Y'all know where it is. Y'all know where the big see y'all in the morning. That's his thing, man. The morning show's over there. I mean, Breezy, yes, y'all. Sir. I see y'all, man. I All love right, it. y'all. Appreciate love y'all, man. All right, Bolski. All right, guys. Oh, oh, we got Tony split in half down there. He look like split. You ever see that movie? Tony. I got it. Oh, I clicked the wrong. Oh, Lord, what's wrong with me? You ready to go to bed? All right, love you. Good night, kiddo. Okay. All right, so, guys, man. I think I need to do this rant. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I want to add, I was going somewhere with this. I was going somewhere with the uh which side the ball was more disappointing first. Because y'all all said offense, right? But my thing is if offense is the most disappointing, why is it that let me ask y'all before I just assume, do y'all think that the first couple of picks should be designated to the defense? I know we haven't had free agency yet. But as of right now, it depends, Mike. Like, it depends on who's available. That's why Tony kept saying best player available. And I like that theory because the 49ers have they have that luxury. Now, I'm sorry, they have the luxury to pick 
They don't have a first round pick. They have a the pick. Their pick is number sixty one. And what if a guy that that they loved is still on the board at sixty one, and he's a defensive end? Would you pass him over when you can have opposite skin? Right. Yeah. Like so. Like it depends. Like you don't have to draft for need if there's a better player available that you had a high grade on and you see him staring you in the face, like you better go get him and figure out what you're going to do later on in the draft. That's my theory. Okay. Tom. They, they, it's so hard to like try to come up with a draft strategy when, when you're the biggest piece needs to fall in place. Right. And that's Jimmy Garoppolo. That is the number one piece. Once that piece falls, then you work on the Lake and Tomlinson situation and then you start going into you setting your number going into the offseason. So it's so hard to sit here and say, yeah, I think they're going to go here and with the first pick in the second – with their second-round selection when that piece that we're all talking about right now, they could pick up a free agency, right? Like, um, you know, some people want safety. Some people want corners. Some people want defensive end. They can add that piece in free agency. So now if they add it – you're back to square one with, with, with your board on uh, the draft. So I think we need to, number one, get rid of – we need to solidify the Jimmy situation, right? Then after that, you clear up the money. You reach out to Jimmy Ward, uh, Ebucom, and say, listen, we're going to add a year or two on your deal, and we're going to extend you, and we're going to lower this year's number. You could pretty – this team could easily go to $50 million in cap space if they do it, if they choose to, right? If they want to, they could easily be at fifty million in cap space. Now you're dealing with a whole different animal. So, with that being said, they need to get through this. Um, they need to make a decision on, I think, Lakin Tomlinson before the season, the new season starts, because he has a one point four five million dollar cap hit for dead money because he negotiated, he restructured his deal to free up money in twenty twenty one so they could add people. So. If they don't extend them before the new year, they're on the books for that dead cap space. Now, if they extend them, it goes away. So we need to go through our steps, and then we could start talking about, like, you know, making our draft board and, and prioritizing where we need in round two, with round three, round four, and even with free agency. Like, this team could put up $50 million in cap space and fill out three of their major needs in free agency as well as re-sign everybody that they want to. And now you're sitting there saying, shit. We're really in the best player, uh, a BPA situation when it comes to the draft. So whoever falls, we're going to take that guy. Yeah. And I'm going under that assumption that that's how they're going to handle business with their own. I I really think that they're going to figure out a way to get the guys that they want back, back on this team and set themselves up for for BPA. This team might be in a little bit more trouble than what people think, um, only because the – the salary cap deadline is March 17th. That's when 2021 contracts officially end, March 17th at 4 p.m. There's no guarantee that Jimmy's even traded by then. Jimmy could be as late as a draft day trade in April. You get what I'm saying? So Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be done before that, though, Mike. I think it's going to be similar to the Stafford deal. I, th- I think you hope it's done before that. I think it will be. I think they want it to be. I think they want to close the door. 2021 is Jimmy Garoppolo. 2022 is now 
Trey Lance and the new 49ers going forward. I honestly think they want to, with the whole situation, get their caps, get their books ready, and, and do what they need to do as a part of their plan for 2022. That's that's just that's my gut feeling. Right. All right, guys. All right, guys. We almost done. Thank you all for rocking. Yo, I'm going to fuck E up. You don't come on my show, win a bet, and then just dip. Like, that was disrespectful. But Real talk? right like and then just like just left just got out all right i got mine's about and like, and smirked about it too he knew uh, what he was doing okay try, try to blame it on the family i'm gonna get him back it's mm-hmm. cool i'm gonna get his ass back all right so i'm gonna play two videos here and then i'm gonna i'm gonna let my rant go all right so check these videos out if there's a problem hearing them let me know i'll play them again but here we go here's the first one here hey boy i think earlier this season you told us that uh you don't spend a lot of other time analyzing other wideouts in the league like some other guys do um would that include cooper cup and why is it you 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 don't watch other wide receivers there's there's not another receiver in this league that's that play like me and do the things that i do so that i mean i don't see the need to watch anybody that don't do the things that i do video one here's video two great experience to be here with all the greats in the nfc now now wayne's on mute he's saying a lot of something with dorito breath but we can't hear him here you go with this debo getting cocky crap yo i swear to god the more and more i watched that second video i think it was a spoof and someone just got it and, and they and it it because every video every interview that he did like, listen to how he was talking. Hey, it's me. I'm here in Las Vegas. And I don't know. Like, talking like this. Like, he didn't. He doesn't talk like that in his regular videos. They interviewed him at the Pro Bowl. He ta- sounded totally different and was talking at a totally different level. Yeah. Now, what I think that happens, someone got that video to the Niners. They put it up there for what reason. I don't know. And the 49ers, one of their brasses, one of the top brass of that team, called him and ripped him an asshole for acting like that and saying that. But it trickles back to why they even post it. Because every interview after that, he was the total opposite. Total opposite. Let me now now I'm gonna listen again with that in mind. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to see if I hear a different tone. Do you have like I, another interview like after that one from like the Pro Bowl? No. I, I just loaded these two up because these were the two that sparked something for me. So I I didn't load up any other ones. Um I will say I know at the Pro Bowl the guys are looser, they have more fun, they're in a better mood. So I'm not I'm not judging him based off of his attitude. That's not that's not what I was looking at because the guys are out there to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Like it's two hand touch the whole time. Like they they know it's not work, it's not business. It's a that's a who's who of NFL players and let's chill. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna play it again. I'm gonna listen to it with what you just said in mind before maybe that'll alter some of my rant status. Great experience to be here with all the greats in the NFC. To be able to play with me, it's going to be fun. Y'all know who's going to win. Now I feel like Tony might have been on something. It sounded like he was trying to like sing, like scat, you know what I mean? It was definitely something. He was... <sighs> oh my God. Who who cares? Like I don't understand why who, this is a thing. Who cares what? 
Why, why does why is this an issue? Like I don't get it. The kid is great. They get to play with him. Who gives a fuck? Like you I, don't, because I don't, you don't you don't you no, don't tell no. people what to do. Like Breezy, like, like Breezy, what? You like, wouldn't you, you you would not go on anybody else's show and be like, it's an honor you, for y'all to talk to me. You can't tell me what I would do. Like you don't you, know what I I'm would do. I'm not telling you not to do it. I said you wouldn't. You because don't know if I would or if I wouldn't. Like, so, like, so and would you, you don't know if I if I did if I was so playing you, a game if I was imitating somebody. Like, you wouldn't know the context behind it. And at the end of the day, dude's out in a Pro Bowl, huh? I don't know if I would. I probably would. You, I think, where Mike is going at right now with this is, if this was a consistent thing, a continuous thing that just keeps happening, and he's that mindset, which he's not. At, Mike just said it himself after reviewing it, but he's up to get a nice contract right now. And now you're going to pay this guy that type of money. Now the question is, is it going to get worse? Because now okay. this is involved. And that's oh. where I was going with my rant. Okay. I, but, I, I, I hear you. But, but I think we all agree that he was clearly screwing around in that video. And by all means, that was not an interview by ESPN. That was not an NFL Network interview. That was a second or third party just right. recording it. But the fact that he said it is with Alarm Mike. I well, no, 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 because that was after this. Hey, but I think earlier this season you told us that uh, you don't spend a lot of other time analyzing other wideouts in, in the league like some other guys do. Um, would that include Cooper Cup? And why is it you 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 don't watch other wide receivers? There's there's not another receiver in this league that's that play like me and do the things that I do. So that I mean I don't see the need to watch anybody that don't do the things that I do. See now, me personally, I have no issue with that because there is no wide receiver that does what he does at the physicality that he does. Cooper Cup does not run the ball. Cooper Cup runs routes and catches the ball. That's exactly what I was gonna say. So, like, so Debo can't watch people run their routes. He can't learn to run his stems better. He's I mean, he could. I mean, he, he could. He well, I mean, to. he has a pretty good route runner as a wide receiver coach. I mean, Wes Welker was probably one of the better route runners in his time that when he played. Well, and I'm sure he's a stickler on him. And, and remember, Kyle Shanahan's hard on wide receivers. That's but, the most arrogant shit I've ever heard somebody say before. Who's about like, to get a contract? He's potentially the best player in the NFL, but he's not the best wide receiver in the NFL. He's the best player, but he, but, but he didn't have that to. best player. And, and, almost best, handily Trump, brought Trump, in Super Bowl. and that and best no matter, player, that best player trumps the best no matter, wide receiver. And no matter what status y'all, and no matter what status y'all put him at, he can be the best player. Uh-huh. He can still get better. It's he, not about, he, he, but he he's knows hurting that. himself. But, he's hurting but, himself with that attitude, and that's before getting the bag. All right. That's before getting you know you know what he's gonna get. You know what he's gonna get, Mike. The bag. Absolutely. He's gonna get it. Oh, he's gonna get it. He's gonna get it. And then then he's gonna act on this even more. Y'all can't tell me shit. I'm Debo. I play and I got paid, so I don't care. I you know like you. I don't know if you're trying to say that he's cocky or or what. I I just take it as him being a confident person. That's going out. That's going out there, and that that's bet on himself. I know me personally. I'm confident because if I'm not confident in myself, I'm gonna fucking fall. Like people, this game is a game of fucking snakes, and people trying to take your job. And if I don't step up and be strong for myself, then the next person is looking to replace me. So I'm like Debo. 
I'm just going to come out there and be confident as I can be. And I'm not going out there listening and watching other keyboard players, players sing. They don't do what I do. They don't. There's no other player in the NFL that doesn't watch film of other players at their position. I'm, t- I'm, I'm telling you what I don't do. I don't sit there and go out and watch other players, other musicians do what I do because I feel like they don't do what I do. Now, Breezy, you literally do covers. You watch other musicians and do that. I'm not watching them. I'm doing my own covers. Have you ever watched me sing a song? I do it nothing like the original. Nothing. Clearly, okay. you don't watch me. That's your problem. How, how I know you do covers if I don't watch you? Because you know that I'm not doing what you just said. You never on this show said I do covers. You said I got gigs. I perform. You've never said I do covers. I do watch you. Mike, if and, you I, watch and I know me, in order for know, you to do you, a cover. If you watch me, you would know I'm different because I don't watch musicians. I go out there Please. and put on my own show. You I might, Me watching you, and listening to a musician is totally different. Okay. It's not? Okay. No, it's not because it, a musician needs to be listened to, bro. No, you, 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 listen, you, you listen to that because that's the art. You do listen to other I, musicians. I said, I said I listen. I said I don't watch. And so there's a, a football player's only way of, of, of paying attention yeah, is to watch. They can listen. That's the only thing of he's not going to listen to the game film. The fuck are you talking about? He's not going to listen to the game film. He's going to watch the game film. That's how they study. You study music by listening to it. I, right I, or wrong? I I kind of don't though. Okay. Okay. All right. So y'all don't have no problem with this dude who's about to be the highest paid offensive player that's not a quarterback. I don't have a problem with the dude. You can have a problem with the dude because that's what you do. You have no, problems. No, I don't with have a dude. problem with him. No, you I, have a I'm problem concerned. with what he said. Yeah. I'm concerned for him. And that's fine. You I'm can concerned that. with that mentality that he's got before he becomes the highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL. Are you alluding to the fact that he's going to turn into like a T.O.? What, what does money do? Money don't turn people into assholes. It makes you more confident in what you already were. <laughs> it brings it out, don't it? It enhances who I'm, you I'm, are. I'm asking you a question. What was your question? Are you alluding that he's going to turn into like a Terrell Owens type of no, guy? No, because Terrell Owens was one of the greatest receivers ever. I hope he reaches Terrell Owens level. But he was also a cocky, confident guy that said whatever the fuck he you wanted to say. You never heard Terrell Owens say, I don't need to study no other no, no other wide receiver. But he you said, never heard Dio say nothing like that, bro. So your so your issue is that he said that. That's the that's the clip I played. Yes. No, I'm saying my that, issue. Right. Okay. So that's that's the issue. The fact that he said, I don't need to watch other people because they don't do what I do. That's the yes. issue point. Okay. Yes. Because Terrell Owens said and did dumb shit as well, but he gets passes because he studied and watched other wide receivers. I never heard Terrell Owens say that. Right, that's, this, that's what I'm this saying. Is what my issue is. Right, okay. This is what my issue is. Debo can. Debo is a good running back. Debo was a good offensive weapon. Debo's a good wide receiver. He's not great at anything. Mm-hmm. Now tell me I'm wrong. Well, I mean, he's. It's hard. He's got to be good at something because he almost single-handedly carried. He's team. good at everything. He Come did. On. He Mike said he was good at everything. I said he's good at everything. So what so is what, who are you comparing him to? The to case, be great? They're going to pay him accordingly to be good at everything. You don't need to be good at one thing. Like you don't have to be an excellent wide receiver. You don't have to be an excellent running back. You're good at whatever you do. You could throw a touchdown pass. He did it. And the ongoing joke at the end at the the Pro Bowl was they asked him what what did you not do yet that you want to do? He said kick a field goal. Mm-hmm. So, I like that. 
I like that. That's yeah. all having fun. I well, like. I mean, that. like, if you want to talk about like being afraid and like you know how he's like cocky, look at past practice. I mean, like you have guys like Deion Sanders. Like Deion Sanders didn't watch one tape on any wide receiver. He just went out and played his game, and that's what he was going to do, whether you like it or not. And that was the biggest problem between him and George Seifert. George Seifert wanted things the 49ers way, business this. On the night of the Super Bowl, when they flew out there, he pulled up to the team hotel in his car. Yep. (laughs) Was anything said to Debo? No. Why? Because he's the best at what he does. So pay him if that's the way it is. As long as he's not doing things, getting in trouble, assaulting people, anything with the law, these are – it's a different era. This Debo Samuel is not a Jerry Rice type player. You know what I'm saying? It's not that era of players where they were they would come in, you know, tape, workout, practice, tape, eat, go home, sleep, do it again. It's a different era. That so that that I I agree with what you're saying, Tony. How does you not have that, anything to do with it? That has nothing to do with a player honing their skills by learning from other people. I've heard people say that. What if, he, learned, what if he's learning from coaches, though? I've I've heard people say I've okay. learned better study matter. habits from other receivers. In fact, every receiver on our roster said that after they brought in Emmanuel Sanders. I developed better practice habits. I developed better study habits when Emmanuel Sanders came here. Supposedly, the rumor was that's why Debo was upset that they let him go. So maybe they watch themselves and they don't watch other players. Like, why are you asking him this? Wasn't that a Rams reporter asking him that question or what? I don't. I don't know that. I do know. So, so it's like a. It's like he's probably like, yo, why are you asking me this anyway? What do you want me to say about Cooper Cup? I'm about to play this guy. I want to talk about this guy. Well, he said he said any receivers, and does that include? Yeah, it wasn't limited to just him. But my point is, why does he have to answer this like right now? It's not like I guarantee you for 49ers, we never heard that question come from a 49er beat writer. Like, you know what I'm saying? And because I, they I, don't think that way because they too busy worried about hurting the player's feelings in an interview. They worry, <laughs> they, you know, 49er beat writers want to be like, don't do that, bro. I'm just saying, I, I bet if they would have asked him that question, he probably would have answered it. And he probably would have said the same damn thing. Like, I just don't, I just don't think Debo, I don't think it's a big deal. That doesn't well, mean that he's not out there learning. I, he... I have a question. Was Cooper Cup watching video on Debo Samuel? They didn't ask Cooper Cup that, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... asking you guys. How the hell are we supposed to know? I'm, just asking, to somebody, I'm, I'm asking, to do, you think, do you think Cooper Cup watches video on Debo Samuel, how to play the position? Can we go look up some Ram pressers just to see if they ask Cooper Cup the same if, question? I, I, got want... I, I, I got an answer for Tony. If I'm Cooper Cup, I'm already a better route runner and receiver than Debo. So why would I watch him? Because you play two different styles. That's what I'm saying. Why does Debo need to watch Cooper Cup? Because Debo is a receiver. Is he okay. not? Debo Samuel's not the best wide receiver on the 49ers. He's not the best route runner on the 49ers. You don't understand, he's not the like, best running back on the 49ers. He's the best player on the 49ers. He's the best weapon because he does everything good. So then if he does everything good, what the fuck are we talking about? We should be happy. We should be thankful. No, 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 because we should want somebody who wants to get better with their craft. We should just – Well, we just will draft Christian Watson. How about that? How don't y'all want this guy who's about to be the highest-paid non-quarterback 
Mike, you're going off of you're going off of this thing that he said, but you know, saying one thing and doing one thing is two different things. So we don't know what he's really doing. Like, so like at the end of the oh, day, so you think he just said that at, out of attitude? At, at the that because they're asking him the question right before he got to play this bum ass Rams team. Oh, I see what you. Oh, so you think that was spite? That was smoke? That's me. Think about it. Yeah, that's true. That's I, probably. I, I'm, I like gonna that. try to, I'm gonna try to get in your dome piece, right? Like he probably so, was an LA reporter too. Yeah. So, so, that's what Wayne said earlier. So, so like that's why, like it didn't. He, 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 he deflected it. Well, he didn't even deflect it. He answered the shit, <laughs> like, like, and and gave him a stone cold answer that sounded mad cocky, right? Like, I don't need to watch. Them. So, I get your, I get your perspective on it. I just think that. We know one thing. Debo Samuel has gotten better. Period. Point blank. You can't say that he hasn't. Because when Debo needed, when Debo was called upon to be a wide receiver, he was the best damn wide receiver on the team. And then when Emmanuel Sanders came, he was still the best damn wide receiver on the team. Jimmy just went to Emmanuel Sanders because of that confidence that he had in Emmanuel Sanders. But I remember clearly Jimmy throwing hell fucking Marys in the air and Debo going up and grabbing the shit out midair when the ball should have not even been caught. I didn't even know Debo had ups like that. He got a vertical. He hasn't been used that way because they bring in Brandon Ayuk. He got hurt um, uh, that, that year Brandon Ayuk went off his rookie year. He was hurt the majority of the year. And then Debo comes in this year, and he's the number one guy on the 49ers. He's even better than George Kittle. So I don't – that's why Tony's like, why are, we, why are we having this conversation? Because Debo is the best. He's the best we have. He can get better, and he's proven that he's willing to get better because in this offseason, he works. He, he he was healthy this year. Might even miss one game. One game. One game. And he played through – this, this motherfucker got his head dome cracked in the NFC Championship game, got his wind knocked out, who came back in, and then they stopped giving him the damn ball, just like in the Super Bowl. So let me be clear here. I see people saying, I hate Debo. I don't. He doesn't hate God. I've already said that Debo's the best offensive player <laughs> on the team, right? I've acknowledged that. And I said I want him to have, want, have the desire to get better. All right. At his now, route running, be specific because that's what you I, feel I, I like. I want him to have the desire to be a better receiver, receiver. also because, the, because we all watch these games and say, Debo not going to last as a running back. He's going on record at the podium and said, I don't want to keep taking those hits like that. I okay. hate when they ask me to run it up the middle, but I'm going to do it because they're asking me to do it. But they didn't utilize him as that receiver, right? They utilized him where they needed him the most in the fabrication of the run game. I think Debo is a great wide receiver. We just haven't seen it. His rookie year, he was damn near electrifying. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he gets hurt that next year. They drafted Brandon Ayuk. He had the hammy issues. So he couldn't be electrifying. Dude missed like the whole season. And but, then he comes back this year. And we're thinking it's going to be Debo. We're thinking, okay, who did I say was going to be the number one wide receiver? Ayuk. Debo. No, you, oh, said no you, said, you said You said Debo. I said Ayuk. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then what ended up happening? IU slow start, Debo fast Dog start. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My bad. Yeah. That. And so, and then Debo ended up like flourishing. Then they had to figure out, they had to fabricate the run game. Mike McDaniels came up with this crazy idea to utilize Debo at the run back, as a running back. And so, like, even with 11 personnel out there on the field, like, when they had three wide receivers set, you had Debo in the backfield, like the beginning of the game. 
I was just like, what the blood a 21 person? I was like, what is going on? So I, I just I I think Debo will be better, can and can be better, and he proves it every season, Mike. All season he goes out and gets better. So what if he's not watching other wide receivers? What if he's coaching? What if he has coaches that's coaching him up to be better? Doesn't that count, or does he feel like you he needs to watch other wide receivers? I have heard other wide receivers say, "I watch Larry Fitzgerald film." Okay, because but that's, but that's a goal. Thing, that's a Larry Fitzgerald. I, but I get what you're saying. He didn't say he he didn't say any other wide receiver. I got you. Right, but but and they say and but they but they tell you why, right? They say because his stems look exactly the same no matter what route he's running. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't I don't even understand what they're talking about. But I I've heard that from other teams. All you know what I'm saying? Like all different teams, they have said that about this guy. But right. you said something that I thought was very interesting. I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna let it go. You said he's even better than George Kittle now, as far as an offensive weapon, right? Mm. You said that, and you you and you went on, but George Kittle at his peak, and he set the record for NFL tight ends of all time, and then you know Kelsey went on to beat it the following year. But when Kittle set that record, you know what he did that off season? He started his tight end camp. Mm-hmm. And brought people together so that we could all get better from each other. Mm-hmm. That's the exact opposite attitude. And what? So if Debo from... starts a wide receiver camp, then no, no, we, no. Can, listen, listen, we can we can we can That's the exact opposite attitude I got from that portion of that presser. Now, what you said also really said in that was a West Coast. I mean, that was a a Rams reporter, so he was throwing shade at him. That makes more sense because he looked frustrated. And that's what was by, I didn't know that. So I'm think I'm looking at thinking you're frustrated that somebody's asking you, do you why don't you study other people? Like that's a normal question because most players study other players because they want to hone their skills and get better. But what you said, I didn't I didn't know that was a Rams guy. So that again, just like how Tony said, Mike, I think he was playing around. You should listen to how he's speaking again, how he's moving, and da-da-da-da. Like he was putting on the show. I went back and watched, I was like, damn, you know what, Tony? I think you're right. Same thing as what you just did. For that clip, mm. I saw the attitude. I didn't think that's somebody asking a loaded question because they want to ask him about Cup. That's the Rams guy. And I, I didn't even think that. That that thought never even crossed my mind. And then once you said it, it was like, damn, I, I kind of see that now. I see it. So I do get it. And I would have thrown some smoke on him. You get what I'm saying? Gotcha. I would have threw some smoke back at him too. Like, man, fuck, fuck your receiver. I'm a <laughs> niner. We going, we about to go to war. I'm right. not here to compliment your guy. No, he should be complimenting me. So, like, that's different. And if that's what he was doing, if that – because I didn't recognize that voice. I've been watching 49 Impressions long enough that you know, I can exactly. tell you Eric you know, Branch, you, yep, Cole, Cole, I yep. Cam Inman, I could – you know, I could – Chris Beaterman, I could tell yeah, you those guys' voices. I did not recognize that voice. So everything you said – you said it was like a light went off. So I don't want you all to think I hate Debo. I do want Debo to want to better himself. I just feel like – and I and I I'm glad we all want that. And I just but I feel like every year Debo has wound up us. I think last I think this off this past off season, like to get into this season, he was trying to figure out how to be healthy. I remember listening to Crocker and mm-hmm. um on um oh my god, what's their podcast? Him and um BD Peacock. 
Peacock, right? I remember them talking, and they Locked were talking about locked off for that. And I remember them saying, like, you know, Crocker was talking to his boy on on another show or whatnot, and and, and was telling us why Debo stays hurt a lot, and it's because the weight, how hard he plants his foot feet into the ground when he when yeah. takes the step, and 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 so maybe he adjusted that. Maybe Debo was relatively healthy all season. He missed one game, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, one game. And, and, it, it was, and it wasn't his contract year. How about that? This is his contract year coming right. up. Yeah. I mm-hmm. want to I want to make sure y'all understand that. He was out there bawling and giving his damn all. And I, I, I will say this. I'm now, now I'm mad. I'm mad we lost that game to the Rams. Because we, hear what I, hear, hear me what I'm saying. I'm mad we lost that game to the Rams. I still don't think the Rams beat us. I think the 49ers beat themselves and not giving Debo the ball when they could have get either Debo was hurt, hurt or Kyle was stupid, stupid. It's one or the other. It's got to be one or the other because there's no way you don't give your best weapon that ball. When we watched him on the sideline, when Debo says, yo, give me the ball right here. I could get in the end zone. And, and, and it happened. Come on, man. Think about that. I, I don't mean to bring up old stuff, but just think about it for a second, yo. There's no way we lost that game. I mean, there's no way the Rams beat the 49ers. Tony, your thoughts? They beat them at their own game. That's what they did. They forced Jimmy to throw the ball. But even in that tone, the 49ers had opportunities to win. Did they not? Yeah, but the but they, who they, wasn't who wasn't a part of that op, those opportunities? Debo. That's my. I just I, that's all not. I mean, not the whole drive. He was out maybe two plays. I think. Dude, man, had well, one whole, play in I the think, second. Half. I think he had. I think he had. What they say, two touches the whole second half or something like that. Like none in the fourth quarter. That's, Listen, re, that's ridiculous. I can tell you this from watching that game, as painful as it was, they were they. Punched the 49ers and oh, in the mouth. Oh, yeah. And the- they were just out physical and they were they just physically beat the 49ers. And that's all it comes down to. And it comes down to a point where they just can't run no more, and you gotta put it in your quarterback's hands. And that's what the Rams wanted, and that's what they forced, and that's why they won the game. That's what it comes down to. Jimmy Garoppolo could not make a play, and, and that's it. Yeah, and, and and the reason why I even brought it up is because we were talking about Debo. I see people saying that we need to move on because we lost. I know we lost. I ain't stupid. The reason why I brought it up is because we we're talking about our best weapon and how our best weapon didn't get any opportunities. Wasn't involved in the, in most wasn't involved the, in the most crucial part of the time of the game. Yeah. And I also think Trent Williams playing on a, a bad that, ankle. That was crazy, bro. I'm, I commend him, but God dang. Guys, I got to whisper this because my wife can hear me. So, you know the little dryer vent when your dryer's on, the little flaps that open so the smoke can go out the steam? Uh-huh. Well, mine is by the ground outside my house. And I noticed last week that the middle flap got a crack in it. So, I was like, oh, shit, I think a mouse can come inside if he wants to. Oh, goodness. And now I hear this noise inside my dryer. It's like scrambling i think one crawled into the duct and it's just turn the dryer on yo i don't i, I don't want to kill that shit. i don't want to smell that that's gonna sting oh i'm sorry all right tony 
I'm gonna put yeah. some I'm, <laughs> I see I see why you whispered it now. It just hit me. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some contributions up, Tony. Why don't you why don't you read these for us and uh, we'll respond accordingly, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who whispered okay? Which one of y'all assholes? Me. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Come on, Tony. You got this. That's why I put my Salvador. Thank you for the five dollar contribution. I still remember Baby Debo Pressers. He was answering, "Uh, yes, sir, and yes, ma'am." Money changes you. So happy he's on our team, though. The NFL loves him. Yeah, I mean, when he was answering, "Yes, sir, yes, ma'am," whatever, that was probably when he was a rookie. But the Niners surrounded him with a player that has the ultimate ultimate swag, and that mm-hmm. was Michael Sanders. Maybe it rubbed off. You don't know. But thanks for the contribution. Uh, Jayagu56, thank you for the $5 contribution. We need to fix the special teams. Question at right guard. Extension for Debo Bosa. Who's our number two quarterback? Stay blessed. Uh, Yes, we do need to fix the special teams, and they actually took a step in that direction where Hightower went to Chicago as a special coordinator. The questions at right guard, we don't know yet. We got to see how the, all the dominoes fall right now. It's too early to tell. Brunskill is a restricted free agent. They still own the rights to him. Technically, they signed him to a one-year deal to bring him back to compete. Um, you have Aaron Banks. You have Thomason, who's a free agent at left guard. So there's a little bit of uncertainty there. So we got to see what's going to happen. Uh, the extension for Debo and Bosa, yeah, they're coming. So it's just a matter of how much and when. Who's our number two quarterback right now? It's Sudfeld, but if I was a betting man, somebody else is going to be on this roster, and his name is – I just lost his name in my head. Damn. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Due to Anthony Lynn being our new assistant head coach. Tyrod Taylor. Okay. All right, let's keep it moving. We got a few more real quick. Sean, thanks for the five dollar contribution. Mike, what would you what would his receiving yards have been if Stafford was here? Mm, is he blaming Jimmy for Debo not? I mean, he was already a thousand yard receiver this year. Listen, oh, okay, so let me let me be clear. I'm not mad at his production. <laughs> I'm not mad. I I didn't like him sounding like he didn't want to improve his skills. That's what bothered me. Like I said, he's good at everything. He's great at nothing, though. He is great at nothing. I haven't seen him do anything at an elite level. Nothing. So that's that's my concern. He every player can get better, and I and I want him to want to get better. That's all. Uh, if, if Stafford was here, what, what he finished with a uh, eleven, twelve hundred yards, right? Receiving. Devo. Yeah. No, nah, it was it was higher than that. Receiving just just receiving yards, it was yeah. higher than that. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. Hold on. I, oh shit! I didn't think it was that damn high. I know his. To- I thought I thought his total yards was like. I thought he had like sixteen, seventeen hundred total yards, but four hundred of yeah, fourteen hundred and five yards receiving, bro. Woo! 114 targets, 77 receptions, six catching or excuse me, six receiving touchdowns, bro. That boy was eating. That boy was eating, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
And but see, and then he rushed. He rushed for ten touchdowns and three hundred and sixty-five yards. I Sorry, do know he rushed for eight touchdowns. He's there. got he's got two receiving touchdowns over fifty yards that were. Yeah, he took it to the house. That they, were, no, like, no, no. But what I was gonna say was they were run plays that were shuffle passes. Right. Because I remember those numbers boosting Jimmy's stats. One of them was sixty something yards. Remember they credited Jimmy with a sixty something yard touchdown pass. Yeah. A little shuffle pass. So. It was the running element of the thing. It wasn't like, you know, shake and bake, but it counts. You so know, he's, I'm not so, trying he's, to so, so so he's great in yak. Yes. Uh, you know what? He's great I'll, in yak. I'll Absolutely. I'll give you that. Okay. I'll give you that. He's great in yak. I'll okay. give you that. As long as you give me that, you, you, you were going. You were determined to find something. I was. Oh, because I don't understand how you say this boy was not great in anything, bro. Because he's 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 you know not a he great route runner, at? bro. He was great at running motherfuckers he, over too. He's not a great route runner. He's not a great route runner. He's not great at, the, at the point at the at the point catch at the uh, catch point. What do you mean he's not great at the catch point? He is not great at the catch point, bro. Oh, take that back to the Baltimore game. Come on now. That's he what had I'm saying, one like... catch on fourth and two. That was a hail mary that Breezy talked about already. Yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly. Have, what have, nobody else should... jump. Nobody else jump for that ball. Either he way, didn't he out jump have... out physical. Nobody to catch. That was the only throw that Jimmy made. I sound like I'm bashing him. That's not what I'm doing. I'm, I, I promise you, I'm not trying to bash him. I'm just saying I want him to get. I want him to want to get better. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If y'all content with him staying the same, then that's cool. We know what happens when players stay the same in the NFL. I hate him. Tony, this one's come on. You you supposed to be the contribution reader right now. Cali boy, thanks for the five dollar contribution. Jack of all trades, master of none. What does he need to watch film? on other wide receivers for. He just needs to beat guys in his way, and he does that well. I kind of agree with that. That's what I was kind of alluding to, the way I play. Like, but, yeah, I got you. Uh, 49er Jeff, thank you for the $5. That was a smart remark. He, t- he looked a little aggravated. Also, he did improve from previous season. I think he will work to even be greater. I'm with I, I think, I, What's that? I'm with him. Yeah, I agree with it. Mm-hmm. On I everything, agree. too. Like, I agree that it was a smart remark. Tanya, thank you for the 1999 contribution. Hi. Why should Debo watch film on a wide receiver? If anything, it would be a D-line who goes up against him. That's true. Mm. But I think we're going to see a different look at his offense this year, so I don't think the defensive line he's going to have to really study it on. But – I expect him to be more of a receiver this year. But thank you for the contribution. Jashawn Page, thank you for the $30 contribution. What up, Niner Game? Debo is right. He needs to watch he needs to watch what he does not other receivers. Because he's Use different go niners, yeah. That's pretty much what I said when I earlier about well, you know, does Cooper Cup watch Debo? No, because Cooper Cup doesn't play the Debo style. So, why should Debo, in my opinion, watch Cooper Cup? He that was a bad is, that was a bad question, by the way. Why was it bad? Because Debo's not a better receiver than Cup. I understand that, but if Debo were better for this team, but you know what I'm saying? Cup's not on this team. If there was if, if there was an aspect of Debo's game okay, right. that Cup could take and improve his game, 
I think Cup would watch him. If Cup was on the 49ers, he'd be trash. If the Cup would say that again? You heard what I said. No, no, I didn't. I, you, like, I, I didn't hear you at the end. If Cup, Cup was, was a 49er, Niner, he would be trash. Well, because why? Well, no, 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 no. If Cup was a 49er. What are you saying no, no, no for? You said a statement. I'm asking why you said it. He would be trash. I'm asking why you said what you mean? No, no, no. I can't ask you. Because of the type of wide receiver he is. He's not exactly what D, he doesn't. He's not catching a bunch of two yard joints and taking it to the house like Debo. But he does get open downfield. He does get he does run great routes. Right. But Jimmy don't see those routes when wide receivers run great routes. So if he was a, a 49er, if he was a 49er, he would be trash without the receiver to pull. I mean, without the quarterback to pull the trigger. You see what I'm saying? He, he even he, he, Mike, even in LA with Jared Goff, you know what he did? Pulled the trigger. But you got to realize something with the LA Rams. The majority of the time, he's running out of the slot. So there's an advantage to the wide receiver. Yeah, because all he they got to do is two, just run a quick slant. You get two it's way two breaks. Way. Yeah, yeah. But Jimmy doesn't always see. We got wide receivers. No, that I understand that. I'm saying like from the. The vantage point of playing in McVeigh's offense and Shanahan's offense are so similar. Yeah. No, they're different. No, oh, they're no, different. Okay. McVeigh will use three wide receiver sets way oh, more. Oh yeah, yeah, thirteen personnel. Oh, yeah, so they they come out three wide. They look to throw. They yeah. they throw first to set up their run. To set they're up opposite. the run, and we run first to set up the throw. Got gotcha. exactly. I they're gotcha. opposite. So when you put Cooper Cup as a slot wide receiver continuously. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's advantage Cooper Cup. That's advantage offense one hundred percent of the time, because it's you have two way, you it's a three way straight right left. Where if you're on a boundary, it's either you're running straight or you're coming in. So it, it's easier for the receiver to line up as a slot, or even if it's a two by if if it's it's if it's a twins formation or a twins open with a tight end flex to the opposite side, mm-hmm. and he's the inside receiver. It's still an advantage for Cooper Cup. It's easier, and that's because why I said he matched the bond in, in a Twins open situation where it's two, and then one. So you have a receiver on the line, a receiver off the line, a tight end on the line on the other side of the formation. Majority of that time, you have a, either a safety or an outside linebacker on Cooper Cup. That's what I'm saying. So uh, hello, that that's an advantage for Cooper Cup all day, every day, and that's why he cooks. That's so great coaching and scheming it is but if you had a quarterback kyle would do the same damn thing we will find out this year it's easier it's easier this year and that could be that's why and so you know wait never mind no we won't because people saying we don't need to draft the wide receiver so we'll stick with the three three we got no what three we got we only got three wide receivers on the contract right now i'm not counting the future reserve guys because they got talking about Jawan jennings yep Ayuk and Debo. Those are the no, only no, We got Keyshawn Johnson. You better watch out, bro. Like future reserve contract. I ain't doing that. Don't do that. Don't I'm do that. He's got to. He's got to. He's got to earn that. He's got to make he it. Be on the fifty-three. I'm joking. Right. And so my point is though, like you need depth at that wide receiver position. Absolutely. But when, we, but when when you post stuff about Christian Watson, they say, "Oh, we need this. We need that." Motherfucker, I'm not saying that you got to pick him with the sixty-one. I don't no, think he's no. going to go that early. Who'd you say? No one. What did, what did Tony just say? No, nah, there's a kid that Tony was looking up, but we, we say that for the draft shows. Yeah, it's going to be a while because we that's the other thing, too. A lot of people get to the draft shows early. We do 
We we do it's everything. It's way too early to even yeah. think about drafting right now. You, you have to see what the team does. I, I, and, I, uh, yeah, I need to see free and, agency. And, I need to see the combine. There's right, a bunch of stuff I need. Right. And guys, it's cool. I would have loved if all of us could have went to like the Senior Bowl, like other like you know fan bases and uh, podcasts do. But the problem is, yeah, you can go there. It's like watching a game. You can see the reps. I like that. That's a great experience. But what happens there can easily change at the combine. Facts. Like you could say these this guy's definitely top five. This guy's this. You go to the combine. That top five guy could be top top five in the second round. Well, you know, Facts. you know who you, who was great for doing that kind of stuff. And God rest his soul, it was Al Davis. Al Davis didn't care about what you look like in game. <laughs> he didn't care what you look like. At the senior bowls and, and the shrine games, you know what he cared about? That's speed. 40 time. That was it. He said, oh, you yeah. can't coach All speed. his players was was fast, bro. He said, You can't coach speed. I can I can teach you how to catch better. I can teach you to run routes better. I can't teach you speed. And that was his philosophy. The Raiders sucked for a long time because they of that. did. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the combine is so important to a lot of these players. Like to, to back up what Tony is saying, these guys go out there and they're beating people off the line. They're beating people with routes. I was listening. I heard Croc say something about uh, this is an old, old episode too, from a couple of days ago. And he said something about a guy beat a guy on a one step slant route. Like he said, the guy spun around. I've never seen nobody get spun around on one step. Was that the Christian? I wonder if that was the Christian um, Watson joint. It was no, it wasn't Christian. It was two first names though. Okay. Like, oh, it was the kid from Austin, Memphis. Austin. Austin. Something. It was the kid. It was the receiver from Memphis. I'll get his name for something you. Something Austin. It was like 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 Chandler Austin. Austin. Give me a second. Was, I'll get it. Hold uh, on. But yeah, I, I don't know. But I saw some routes. The one I saw. The one I saw by Christian was like you got a six four guy that put his foot. Into mm-hmm. the planet, mm-hmm. into the ground. Calvin Austin the Calvin third. Austin. Calvin yeah. Austin. That's it. I knew it was something Austin. Yeah, that's it. And beat and and and, and <clears throat> bent. He like he did like a, a, a oh my god, what is that exercise? Can't think of it. All I know is he bent one way and his body went the other way, and the receiver the, the DB was lost. Yeah, like and that, that's a big dude breaking down like that. That's six, what I'm a saying. A real no, six no, four, no. not like. With the cleats on and the helmet, right. he's six four. no, like that man, a real six four right there. You get Trey more weapons, and man. one he's already familiar with. Oh, come on, man! I, I want our version of Burrow. And never mind, let me shut up because they because then people think I'm saying well, that we could, those we'll, two we'll, those two we'll shut up together. But yeah, Tony, you got one more contribution for us, buddy, man. This this I, one. Okay, you want me to say this one loud or whisper? No, I'm joking. No, no, you, you can go ahead. And Sean, say thanks it. for the $5. Freaking Mike and the mice and gas chambers. No Mickey. No Mickey. I It was funny. I worked for a pest control company, and we weren't allowed, uh, when we would catch squirrels, we weren't allowed to take them and drive them 20 miles away and release them because it turns out. So they did this study. It's crazy. They did this study where when you release a squirrel away from its neighborhood, the local squirrels jump it. And literally rip it apart while it's alive. Are you so serious? It's inhumane, yeah. So we had to create a gas chamber to to lower the squirrels into. Like we we had this cooler, like an outdoor cooler with a glass lid, right? It was airtight. You lower the squirrels inside of it. You release it. You you connect the holes to the top and gas them. And that's how we we had to euthanize the squirrels because it was inhumane to release them outside of their territory. The but it wasn't inhumane to gas them. Either way, they was gonna die. Yeah, but you don't want it ripped apart and suffering, I guess. And oh. one, one way you just put it to sleep. Okay. That's why they don't stone people oh, no more, bro. It's gas chambers. 
Dan but Serino, thank you for the five dollar contribution. <laughs> I got five on Jimmy's Jimmy G's plane ticket out of town. Lyle, I'm just kidding. Let's be grateful that Jimmy was professional and enjoy the process, fam. Good show, boys. Yes, I agree. You know, he was professional. He could have destroyed that locker room if he wanted to. Um, but he was professional throughout the whole process. I, I am thankful for that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And listen, just real quick before I – I'm not knocking the Senior Bowl. It's a hell of an experience. I wish all of us could go there and experience it one year as like a team. But so much changes from there to the frigging the combine. And then you have the individual workouts, the private workouts. Shit changes there too. Like, you know, they'll time one speed here. They'll time another speed there. They do more hands-on drills where everything is um, scripted at the combine. It's it's tough, but number one, we got to get through the free agency part of it. So I think that's the first thing we're going to work on from the nothing but Niners guys. Um, we're going to work on free agency, go over the guys that are current free agents. I think we have 34, 33 of them with two point something million dollars in cap space. And then yeah. we have a bunch of. Uh, we got 24 unrestricted. And then yeah. you got to add in the restricted. and I can't wait to get into this stuff. I'm I'm so excited to get into this stuff. I got 24 unrestricted. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Four of them are DBs. There's it's a crazy. lot. There's I mean, a lot. Four of them are cornerbacks. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, on a positive note, we do have Parag, who, who knows how to manipulate the, the, the numbers. And let's just see what he could do. I mean, this is what he gets paid the big bucks for. Sean, thank you for another $2. Wow, Mike, didn't expect that story. Wow. It's a lol. It's you're supposed to say lol, right? You're not supposed to say lol, are you? Lol. Uh, here, last last little uh squirrel fact for you guys. Um, did you guys know that squirrels don't leave the block that they're born on? So every squirrel family that's on your street is a descendant of the ones that you saw when you were younger. They don't they don't travel. They stay on the same block because they'll get ripped to shreds. Exactly. Yes, sir. Yes, That's kind of dope. I gotta try that. I, I want to see that happen. Oh my god! You can't say he's kidding, Peter. He was. I'm just... sorry, Peter. I know. I just, I just because I want to <laughs> see if it's true. Like I, I don't believe what that. You going? You gonna put it like a, a go a GoPro on him? Yo, <laughs> that can't be. That can't be real, bro. The block can't you, be man. hot like that, dog. I promise you. Girls out here selling nuts. Squirrels out here selling nuts. Yo, that is crazy. <laughs> I hate that I pay so much attention to that. Yo, like I, I love, I love the entomology courses and learn about bugs and shit like that, and like the, the all the wildlife and stuff. Like I, <laughs> yo, I, the first time, all right, I said that was the last squirrel, so I got one more for you. I got one more. So there's a certain part of Trenton where it's like very historical, right? And they have three and four story houses out there, right? So this lady was having a problem with squirrels up on her roof, and it was a two man job because it was up higher than the third floor. If you had to use a 36 foot ladder, you needed two men, one person to hold the bottom of the ladder. So I was the rookie. So they were like, yo, you got to go up and get the squirrel off the roof. So what they do is they give you a rope, right? <laughs> I'm so stupid. They get, they give you this rope, the rope like five feet long, okay? They don't really tell you what it's for. So I get up there and I'm like, all right, the squirrel's still alive in the cage. The cage is like, the cage is like this long, right? And the squirrel is all the way in the back by this side right here, okay? The trap got the it's a it's a flat right here in the middle we put the peanut butter and we sprinkle the nuts on it when he walks inside and he touches it 
it closes the door so now the squirrel can't get out so he's in this trap it's this long the squirrel is all the way in the back over here on this side right i'm up three stories on this lady's roof so i get the squirrel and melvin the the, the guy who was training me he's like, don't drop the squirrel we get in trouble for that if somebody sees it they, they look like you throwing it off the roof to, you know what i'm saying so don't drop the squirrel I'm like, I got this. I got this. I got my gloves on. So I grabbed the top of the cage. The squirrel goes to the very back of the cage. He's chilling. I thought maybe it died. Like he did, he wasn't moving at all. Right. So I'm, I'm walking over the roof and then I put it down. I, I turn, I get on the ladder. I got the rope still wrapped on the shoulder. Cause I don't know what the fuck he gave me this rope for. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what this rope is for. Right. So he was like, yo, you coming down? I'm like, yeah, come on. Like you got to hold the bottom of the ladder. I grab the squirrel cage in my hand like this. And as soon as I get it over, like where it's ground down there, the squirrel start going crazy. Now I'm on the ladder, three stories up. The squirrel is running from one side of the cage to the other. So the cage is in my hand, just doing doom, doom, doom. And I'm all the way up there. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. He was like, tie the rope to the cage. And I'm screaming, the squirrel going back and forth, tie the rope to the cage. I said, what? He was like, tie the rope to the cage. I thought he said, just drop the cage. I let that <laughs> shit go. I wasn't going fall for this fucking squirrel. I wasn't going down for the squirrel, bro. I dropped the squirrel. He was like, what are you doing? I'm I thought you said drop it. That's worse than what I was. I, I just, I'm a, I, first of all, how do you catch a squirrel? You you gotta put you gotta know where they're if they're going in on the roof. You I told you. So the, the cage is like it's just a box, right? It's this yeah. long box and it's got a metal flap. The flaps are shaped like this, right? So when when the cage is open, it's like it's up like this, and in the middle is a lever, right? But you you put peanut butter on it and you sprinkle like the nuts and shit on there. So the door is open. When he steps on the lever, the door closes. So now he just okay. can't get out. It's inside this very basic looking cage. And he, he just can't get out. You never seen like the, the raccoon and squirrel traps? The raccoon traps the same way, they're just bigger. Uh, I don't want I'm not catching animals, bro. That ain't bro. my job. That ain't my life. I ain't about that life. I wasn't about dying for no squirrel. I let that <laughs> motherfucker go so fast. Now the ice age squirrel is a different squirrel. Now nah, I like cool. that squirrel. He like, cool. He got a new scratch. ice age too. But yeah, is another one coming out. Yeah, I like scratch. scratch yeah. my dude. He yeah, got to stop new, fucking they up. They got the a new one about to drop, dog. They got a new one about to drop. All right. All right, man. Look, great we, we show, kept, man. Great we kept show. everybody long enough. Hey, brothers, I, I appreciate y'all jumping on here, man. We gave them almost two hours tonight, man. Y'all been solid. So, Mike, uh, do I me a favor. That. Tell all 300 plus people to go subscribe to my channel right now. They have to, man. If y'all not over there on the Wayne Breezy Network, I don't know what y'all would. Yo, my man plays video games. Y'all thought my squirrel story was crazy. Just watch an episode of Wayne. Just watch a Wayne Breezy episode. Like, I wish I could watch you with that squirrel story. Like, bro, like but you don't have you that story. You got random stories on your page all the time. I know, I know. But so like, they they got to get over there. They got to get over there and watch it and check it out, man, guys. Wayne Breezy, see the handle right there? It's right there. Oh, it's right there. Just 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 type just type it in. Yeah. On your YouTube, man. How many get to that to that three K? I'm I'm almost there, man. Right there, man. We, right we there. need all three. If all three hundred go subscribe, we'll be at three K before the night's out. Yo, you you get you get three K by the end of the week and. We'll do a giveaway. We'll do Let's a jersey. Let's do it. Giveaway. We'll be giving Cur- away. Courtesy of nothing but not a jersey. Courtesy of nothing but Niners. You want to give I away a signed jersey? Because I got I got a signed one here somewhere. No, 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 no. I want I want you to give away one that they pick. Okay. Let them pick it. Okay. I'll shoot you the money for it. Look, we're gonna we're gonna do this, man. We spreading love, baby. Peace. That's what we do. 
Appreciate it. They said it. Mike was for dinner. Bro, it's uh it's 11 Oh, the tacos. Let me explain it. So uh -oh. Mike had this ground turkey taco dish that the wife made, right? Mm -hmm. But the only way he was going to eat the joint is if he had Cool Ranch Doritos. They don't make Cooler Ranch anymore, which is a crime. They had a Cooler Ranch, bro? It was just more seasoning on the, on the chips, bro. Oh, that's too much. It was much. called that's, Cooler that's Ranch. I'm, Most people don't even remember that joint. I'm mad that you even... That's that's way too much. Anyway, that's the only way he ate it. So who went out and got the chips? That's what I meant to ask. Who got the chips? She went out and got them before. That's so love, she, want, she wanted to, She wanted to make the regular tacos and stuff the night before, but I was like, I'm not eating it without my cool, my cool Ranch Doritos. So she went and got them today. Got you. That's love. But you're right. That's love. But I, I bought. I, I had to answer though. I answered. Okay. I, all right. Now I got. Now I got to show you what I did. Hold on, Tony. Man, you give your final thoughts, bro. Give your final thoughts real quick. Um, no, yeah, you guys are good. <laughs> I gotta show y'all. You said that's love. Hold on. I gotta show you the answer. Maybe I should get up too. Everybody got up. Shit. Shit. No, I'm just unplugging everything. So she got the chips. You got the dip. Ah, I like those. Those look like tra flowers from Trader Joe's. And then when these bad boys right here bloom, uh -huh. oh, baby. Those are nice. Oh, it's going to set it off. It's gonna look, the colored water. Yeah. It's all the dye they put on the carnations. All right. Carnation instant breakfast. You're going to love it in an instant. Oh my gosh, you remember that jingle, bro? bro I'm a jing I'm a jingle dude. Me too. That's where I, go, bro. Yeah. I can go jingle for jingle with anybody, bro. I'm yo, telling you. We, we don't have to do that one episode. Maybe we'll do I'm, that for the Patreon, yo. Yeah, you, okay. All right. I'm telling you, like I'm I'm with it, bro. And the way we'll play it is like the way we'll play it is we gotta we'll do three rounds. One round we'll listen to it, gotta guess the jingle. The second round, you gotta perform part oh of it. I gotta complete it. Then the third round, we'll do some final jingle jeopardy shit. Okay, all right. I like that. I like, bro. I got a jingle that you never heard okay, in your you whole do. life. I'm gonna tell you. All right, you know, like, ah. bro. This was before this. This this commercial came out in like the '70s, right? Okay. And, oh, hold on. I, I got to tell you what the product was for now. Hold on. No, Peachy says she'll be both of us, bro. Oh, see, Peachy bugging. Peachy, Peachy don't want this work. I do jingles for a living. All right, so there was this there was a commercial for this. It came out in 1982. It was this diet candy. A diet candy? Yeah, but it was A-Y-D-S. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Swear to God. But the commercial was like, I got my AIDS at CVS. Like <laughs> You guys got issues. You guys got issues. I'm out, got, bro. I'm going Google, to bed on that Google one. Google the AIDS commercials. And like people were so, I got my AIDS from my pharmacist. And he said, <laughs> I was going to lose some weight. Like, oh, y'all better yo, be careful. <laughs> yo, they didn't do that, dog. I, it, but it was it was spelled A Y D. They knew exactly what they were doing. No, because this was in the seventies. This was before like the I'm HIV telling you, they knew thing, exactly like... what they was doing, bro. bro that joint was crazy. I promise y'all, A Y D. Y'all, y'all, when y'all done, look it up on YouTube. I bet All you right. everybody who ate that candy had it. <laughs> 
then the epidemic started in the 80s. Yeah, Tell me. everybody got AIDS. Y'all losing weight too? <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta go, yo. Oh, I can't believe we laugh. We got we are not we are not. Oh no, 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 no. I'm laughing at it. <laughs> no, mind. no, I know, but like people be taking shit the wrong way. Like we are having a lighthearted comp. We are not laughing at AIDS. All right, let's do final thoughts real because I don't want to get sued. I don't want to get I don't want to get fired. So um, let's go around the table here, man. Tony, Tony, no, 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 Breezy, you start us off, Tony, and then I'll, and I'll wrap it up and then we're going to get out of here. Final thoughts. It's always a pleasure to be rocking with the bros, man. I know I'll be away all the damn time, but it's always when I have the opportunity. I'm definitely trying to be on here with you guys. It was cool having Eric Crocker on here, uh, even though he did that after he made you do those push-ups. But nah, great show, great content, man. I love the 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 insight that you tried to bring to the faithful out here. And it was mission mission accomplished, bro. So let's keep up the great work, man. Keep up the great work. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah, it's that. nice rocking the three of us again. I don't know where Nick is. It would have been nice if he was on. He's probably busy working knowing him. Um, yeah, look, it's going to get busy, guys. Um, we got a lot of openings on our staff. Uh, just real quick, let me get my list out. That dude said, I got my AIDS. <laughs> this guy's out of his mind. I got to find that commercial. I, I used to so, know the actual jingle for that commercial, but I can't remember right now. <laughs> Yo, the whole time you spell A Y D S, Tony, did you get it? Because I, I was trying to figure out what the hell he was talking about. Oh, Tony, I got it. You chuckled the moment. <laughs> right, as soon as I heard it, I was like, this guy. So basically what I was saying, we lost Mike McDaniel to the head coach of Miami. Uh, we lost John Embry. So we're going to need offensive coordinator, tight end coach, two assistant line coaches. Zach Yesner went to Kentucky. Bar- Butch, Bar- Butch Barry went to Denver. And Hightower went to the Bears. The new assistant head coach is Anthony Lynn. So, um, yeah, just just be on the lookout. Some some moves should be coming through the pipeline soon for these replacements and potentially more because you don't know if McDaniel's going to try to pluck some more from the staff. Yeah. Well, that's going to be interesting. But, you know, other than that, just keep your eyes and ears peeled. And it's it's going to be a wild offseason. We say it every year. This team always manages to stay busy this, in the offseason. So, you know, that's all I got. All right, man. Yeah, guys, we got a lot of stuff to break down. We're going to do this thing. I promise you guys we have a lot of fun. We just haven't had a hard time, all of us getting together, man. It's a lot going on for all of us, man. So I appreciate when we get these moments, these moments right here. That's why we like to have so much fun. I'm even going to challenge not just a jingle from commercials. We're going to do a theme song. Oh, that's a whole different. That's a whole. Awesome. Let's do it, bro. That's a whole. Show, uh, that's I'm a whole. Ready. I hope you're we, up we on get, your TV, bro. We gonna we gonna get some content for y'all. Some I guess Miller we've Boy been yet. together Yo, we, for a million years. Bro, the bet we'll be together for I'm, a million. What, what is that? I don't know. What would you do, baby? What's this one, Tony? What is this? With Allah, what would you do, baby? You never watch Family Ties. Hell no, I ain't watch no family time. Oh, you're gonna lose big time, bro. I'm wait, I'm, wait, 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 wait. on theme songs. Is family ties what you talking about, Willis? No, oh no. my god, that's different strokes. That's different Ooh, strokes. Wow, yeah, I'm a yeah, 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 bro. You sure you want to do theme songs? You want to stick to I, I want to do theme songs. Bro. All right, I'm your ass body. is grass. I can body, tell you that bro. right now. 
I'm gonna buy it. You got me on that one, but see now I know it for next time. So now you can use it. See, I won. That's that's a round in my favor when it's officially on and popping. You know what I'm I saying? I got you. I got you. And, and I'm coming with quick. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you some classics. You know what I'm saying? Whatever happened to predictability? Everybody, everybody know. Like, I, come on, man. All right, we gonna we gonna body this. This is gonna be everywhere you look. That's right. Man, that's what I'm talking about. Don't yeah, ask yeah. me to play nothing though. No, no, just, no, 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 it's gonna be straight singing vocals, or we'll listen to it. It's gonna be oh, fun. Oh, cause I didn't know one. I didn't know one. Y'all, Family Ties came out in 1976. I was born in 83. How am I supposed to know that damn song? Bro, that's why Peachy keeps saying she's gonna beat us. Oh, cause okay. No, I, I really now we can't say that on the air, dog. When when did Family Ties come out for real? Family Ties, I thought was an 80s joint. I'm an 80s baby, so I watched like yeah. He it's, said, "What the said, f, Mike? Jesus, bro! It said 1982. I told you. It said it was 80s. Yeah, but I wasn't born yet, man. They said Breezy gonna come get me. All right, all right, we get out of here, bro. Oh, you ain't beat me with that one. That's Night Rider, buddy. You could first download theme songs, yeah, on your phone for like the ringtone. That was the very first one I had. That joint go hard, especially remember when Timberly used that joint? Is you yes, yes, Timberly, yes." Right. <laughs> now, see, Tony probably don't know about that, but I know Tony know about Night Rider. I yeah. know Tony. He, knows told, about he Knight said Night Rider. Huh? He said Night Rider. Yeah. No. No. But I'm saying, like, I know, I know he loved that show, but I bet you he don't know that uh, Timberland song. How, oh Timberland my Sample god! Remember Airwolf? Yo. Oh, are we doing cartoon theme songs or uh, TV yeah. show theme songs? We gotta be Pacific. Yeah. TV show, but. Cartoon we, themes. If, now that's a whole nother show. That's another. That's a whole other episode. Oh, we see? got some stuff to do. Yeah, in the let's go. That Patreon gonna be popping, baby. Let's go. We got some All stuff right. to do. We getting out of here. All right, y'all ready? I'm you gonna can point bring Peach out. in. You can preach. You could be. You could join. You know what we should do? We it should be. We can have a guest and bring in one of the fans. Like have a fan on the show too. They could be. You know what I'm saying? I'll be the judge. I feel like it'll be cheating, and if I if I do it. Oh, he already getting scared. See, all that oh, confidence that, that y'all I'm have going, for your I'm boy. Not, we got this. Fall Guy, MacGyver. I know all this stuff, yo. All of it. <laughs> MacGyver had a theme song? It had music. Oh, Night Rider okay. didn't have a theme song. As long as you can hum that okay. melody, you good. All right. All right. This go, It's going down, bro. Remember the A-team? Oh. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Don't do that, bro. I had the, I had the toy van. I had the toy van, like that little matchbox of Mattel. Bro, I got All the right, toys. Go. They said tailspin, spin it. Oh, we tailspin. Oh, we come on, man. Don't go get the cartoons, bro. I'm gonna kill it with the cartoons. All right, you gotta got the shoes, bro. We pointing out. Y'all ready? It's eleven o'clock. Y'all ready? I gotta ready. go catch a mouse. All right, ready? Prepare for glory. Anticipate pay. That's how they mouse. <laughs> I gotta go get him. But, uh, but always remain faithful, y'all. <laughs> we got airplanes. It's thank you for being the pain. That's my favorite. That's oh, number one. That's number one. one. one That's my number one, yo. Traveling no. down on the road again. <laughs> your heart is true, and you're paling a confidant. And if you're through, we'll my kids sing this song. I did everyone you knew. I'm gonna let him finish. I'm sorry. You must be the biggest gift from me, from me. And, and the, the card attached will say, say, "Thank you for being a friend." That's ba, it, ba, 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 ba. Good night, 
snitches. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up. No fakes, we spinning, we winning, we high stakes We never miss, we all makes Look at us dudes trying to prove Bringing you news with nothing to lose Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne Method man, we bring the pain hey. See, I'ma confess it We under the pressure If you looking to find us We them nothing but niners Niners. 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 Niners.